0: What's going on, everybody? Today's episode, the premium cigar DJ, DJ Nino himself. Stay tuned. Coming up next on The Burndown. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. ...to another episode of The Burndown. As you can see, if you're watching, we have a special guest. He's already letting up his cigar. He ain't waiting for nobody. He's the premium cigar DJ. If you're at a cigar event in New York City, he's the DJ on the ones and twos. And that man is no other than DJ Nino Brown. What's up, my man?
1: Hey, what's going on, fellas? Thanks for the invite. Appreciate it very much. You well,
0: know, Queens is in the building for sure. Queens is oh, yeah. in
2: the building. Yeah,
1: nice rush hour traffic. You know, next time, you should pick a day that's not the first day of school... <laughs> You know everybody's coming back from the pandemic too. Office <laughs> Goldman Sachs, your sister's ass, everybody's coming in. You know, I don't understand. Thank God I have a scooter. Thank God. Did I get You that, took
3: did you take your scooter all the way here?
1: Absolutely, 100%, from Astoria to here. yeah.
3: you get the HOV lane with that?
1: You do get the HOV lane, but you know, I also make my own lane, if you know what I mean.
3: Yeah, (laughs) fuck this. He's the guy that you're like, son of a bitch, I wish I had a fucking bike. Yeah,
1: but then when it it rains, you're like, shit, I wish I did not have a bike. Yeah, you
3: got to take the good with the bad. You got to take the good with the bad. Yeah, it feels like rock pellets hitting your face. (laughs) Or when you got the the guy, there's always like a truck that's got the the back flap is kind of loose and shit just starts flying Mm -hmm. out of it. I never want that. It's like you're dodging it. bullets. Yeah. So if you're new to this channel, please hit the like oh. button. Hit the subscribe yeah. button. Hit the bell. Notified every single time we drop a new episode. We have new episodes every Friday. Uh, if you're an audiophile, if you're on whatever podcast platform you're listening, hit that thumbs up. Five-star rating. Highest rating you got. Check out BurnoutPodcast.com. Become a member. $5 a month. You get exclusive discounts. You get entered into monthly oh. members-only giveaways. We give away cigar spirits, accessories, and more. And check out our latest cigar, The Blueprint. That's what we're going to be smoking today. That's what... Nino just lit up. Uh, you get 15% discount if you're a member. So check it out, burnoutpodcast.com. Let's get into it.
0: Also check out Nino Brown on Instagram. I mean DJ Nino Brown, right?
1: DJ Nino Brown NYC at Instagram or undercases, real simple. You know?
3: I like I like simple.
1: Like no simple. dots,
0: no this. No, nah, that. Like, no
1: underscores, no emojis, none of that.
3: You know what fucks me up is when people say when they have two underscores. You ever see a be like whatever it is? Super long. Like for instance, it could be DJ New York, right? DJ underscore underscore New York. It fucks me up because you always type in DJ underscore New York. It never shows up. But you got to have the two fucking underscores. Cause
1: you don't want to be generic, you know It reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, Big Joe Gambino on yeah, yeah, of course. He follows me on Instagram, yeah, I just got the follow from so him he's, he's actually a friend of mine from the neighborhood Oh wow, okay We're, we're a member of a, of a social club together
3: From the neighborhood, what? back from the neighborhood Yeah, I
1: mean, listen, it is what it is So he had an issue because he wanted to put his, real, his name But unfortunately there was a number one So he had to put two But you know what? He's number one in my exactly. Business, I mean, he's really. hilarious. He should
3: have he spelled it out. He should have spelled it out. He's all over
0: barstool TikTok. Yeah, man. I, I, mean, I was actually just messaging him. I mean, maybe you put in a good word, but I said, dude, we got to get you in the podcast. We got, I got the cigars I mean, ready listen, for you. You want
1: me to call him right now? I mean, I can't. Can,
0: I mean,
3: <laughs> I'm ah. not gonna say. I'm gonna say. I, you
0: know,
1: well, I,
3: listen, we'll do that for
0: we'll another, do, another day. Do
1: yeah.
3: will Do that at the end, dude. You be know? like, hey, at the end, I had a great show, great podcast. You got to be on with these guys.
1: Yeah, he's
0: hilarious though, so, but he's such a
1: gentleman. And you know what? That's authentically how he is. He's not acting. This is not anything like he's trying to be someone. That's who really, really is. And he's big a nasty Joe. card player, too.
0: I just He just he had to make like a PCA. I watched one of his videos. He's like, listen, I am who I am. Stop telling me I'm no gangster. Stop saying this and that. He goes, I'm, not, I'm, I'm off brand. I'm, I'm Joe Gambino. I'm big Joe Gambino. That's not me. He's like, I'm not faking who I am. So
1: That's literally who he is.
0: I love it. I love
3: it. <laughs> what do so, you think? Should we turn off the AC now? I got a little cold air in here. Yeah, I'm, I
0: mean, I'm, well, down. I'm not
1: getting you hot.
3: No, I mean, no, that's the problem. You're not getting them hot because AC's that, on. Yeah, turn it off. Turn it off. Well, it's, yeah, it's kind of loud. It's kind of loud. I mean, the little... microphones won't pick it up. It's fine, but no, I mean, conversation-wise, you know, no, it's
1: we give it just a hot box. Yeah, yeah. And, and if
3: and if the conversation gets a little hot and heavy, then we turn it back on. I'm expecting it to. I'm, I'm expecting it jump to jump in the
0: pool, dude. It. It's wide open. It's heated, so so DJ DJ Nino Brown. I mean. Every cigar event that I see in New York City, you're on the ones and twos. You're at, you're a resident at the home Cigar Room.
2: Oh, I
1: got, nice I got to gotta
0: light up. The so loop. tell us a little bit how you got in the cigar game, how you got in the DJ game, how did you become DJ Nino Brown?
1: I mean, this I literally can remember. dog, yeah. So we get the AC off, and now we got the dog. I love
3: it, dude. We had a whole episode with fucking birds. Gosh, and the birds like would not shut. They like sitting on top of the
0: studio. We we even had once where we we're recording and lightning struck this place and. Cut off the lights oh, the power and everything.
1: Though, yeah. Oh, it
0: was hilarious. Yeah. You played a
1: lottery at least.
0: No, we didn't. We should have probably. That's probably a good idea. Oh, but we didn't. So.
1: But yeah, anyway, forget the distractions. You know, so <laughs> I could literally count down like the first person that introduced me to it and connect all the dots. I love it. really. And, and it all started back in high school. I started smoking cigars when I was seventeen. You know, the Tony Montana phase. You know, sure. You see, you see the cigar, you think it's cool. Never too young to start. Yeah, exactly. And I just figured, you know what? I, I worked in a, in a bodega grocery store. The guy used to juice it up. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Just take it. It's okay. I know who you are. It's all right. So he gave me a cigar, and I started with like, Terrible stuff. Dutch Masters. Oh, yeah. We all do. is yeah. Sweets. Yeah. And the Al Capone. <laughs> oh, <gosh>. The Oh, <laughs> god. You know, forget it. Black them. and miles oh, oh,
3: Backwoods. And, remember yeah. those?
1: I had guys in my crew. They used to smoke Black and Wilds.
3: Black and Wilds?
1: Yeah. What that's that uh, what you do is you kind of like you gut it out and then you put some other, you know. Put a little
3: oh, devil's shit. lettuce in there. I some yeah. people when you got the White Owls or the Dutch
0: Masters. I'm like, you ain't buying that to smoke you. Or the games. You know, I thought the game. I thought the game cigars was actually made by the game. I'm like, oh shit, that makes sense. The game smokes. Yeah, I mean, he makes. He makes his own uh, Jay you
1: know, Z, Commodore. You yeah. know, Cohiba. You know, uh, shout out to uh, Escobar Cigars. Yes, guys, sir. You know,
0: David Gomez, fellow yeah, BDP yeah. member, fellow uh, BDP guest. guest.
1: Excellent cigars. So uh, basically, going back to like the lineage of where it started. So I was smoking this bullshit. Then I graduated to the Romeo and Juliet's and the tube yeah. and the Tiamo's and the Macanudo and the glass tube. Like It was, it was a big deal. But the uh, there was a, a friend of mine from high school. He got a job at Davidoff in Columbus Circle. So in case you guys didn't know, I went to high school in Manhattan. I went to the High School of Art and Design. Very prestigious high school. But it's a public high school. You had to take a test to get it. So this gentleman, a friend of mine, I'm not going to say his name just out of respect for him. Um, he started working at Davidoff in Columbus Circle, and uh, his manager actually was Michael Hercolatz. Oh
2: no, no shit!
1: shit. Yes, yeah. so um, he started working over there. He's like, bro, I know you smoke. I know you smoking that bullshit. So come into the shop, and I'll put you onto some better stuff. You know. So he started putting me onto like Rocky Patel, vintage, and Gusta Ray and Fonseca. And then little by little, he started gradually. He's like, listen, I think you're ready for the Davidoff Signature Lonsdale. Go ahead. Have that cigar. What's going to happen to you? You became lightheaded as fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. realize what's going on. <laughs> you're just so smooth. You're inhaling it, and you should never inhale cigars. Never inhale cigars. I'm telling you right now. Listen to DJ. Yeah, you, know? you heard. You're, do not I mean, do that. And if you don't know if you're inhaling, go ahead and inhale and see what happens.
3: Yeah. <laughs> if you smoke it and you want to throw up after the first couple of puffs, you're probably inhaling.
1: Yeah, so do not <laughs> you know, enjoy it on the palate. Maybe retro inhale. That's it. You take it over here. You're finished.
3: So do done. not do it. And you'll only do it. You only have to do it one time. You do it. I know some people that inhale like they they always inhale. They're like, oh, I'm a real I'm a real man. I go listen. First off, you're you a mean, psychopath. You, you know, you're that's lung, a real dead man. Your lungs are probably destroyed. But yeah. I go if you're not used to it and you do it do it one time. You do it one time. You'll never
0: do it again. I had an old boss. He quit cigarettes and he's like, yeah, I smoke cigars so, now. I'm like, oh, okay, and. And then he kept still inhaling the cigars too. I'm like, what's the difference? Like, yeah. What What are you doing? But anyways, continue.
1: Ten cigars, one cigarette, ten cigars. That's what he's doing. Yeah. yeah.
3: He's just increasing his volume. He
0: thought maybe if I can get there faster.
3: But I mean, but, at least at least he's at least he switched over to to 100 tobacco and not chemicals, but still.
2: Uh, but no, still. I
3: mean he still he was smoking one of are the what are the uh, the ones in the bags. The uh, backwards. Backwards,
0: yeah. Oh,
1: I I did smoke those too. I
3: used to smoke those. A buddy of mine, we used to. He had a. We used to go on a camping trip every year. One of those just KOA campsites, not like a legit tent in the woods. They have the cabins and stuff. I we used to just rip those on the way up. You were in high school. You know, you're 16, 17 years old. Five-pack
1: for like $7. Yeah, right, just, right. and you just
3: get like the wild berry ones. And they yeah. were actually pretty – I mean, they were good, but they just they – There was one gentleman
1: sugar. that actually used to come at the Davidoff Columbus Circle, which was – I don't know if you guys ever went to that lounge. No, no. I know the
3: one. I know yeah, exactly I what you talking about. I really yeah. know it as I've been mean,
1: there. The place was the size of this room. Yeah, no, I know I mean, exactly what like you're talking years, about. It but it was a great vibe. But there was one gentleman in there when he would run out of, you know – Premium stuff. You would break out the backwards. Wow,
3: that's that's when you know you had a long night. Yes. Yeah. and you start breaking out backwards at the end of the night. <laughs> the, the, the aluminum pouch comes out. You hear the crinkle. You're like motherfucker. You can smell the grape in the air. Uh, <laughs> you it know what's like funny a... is you can always smell like when you walk into a lounge, you can instantly pick it up if somebody either they're smoking like the Some backwards back, or yes. they have the the uh, acid the pipe the pipe tobacco that's like vanilla
0: flavored. Uh, what's the uh, what's the grape one? Um, Tatiana. The, yes. That's yeah, the They have like a chocolate You can smell that out. one for sure. Yeah. They yeah, have
3: yeah, the yeah. latte. What's the Java latte? Remember those? Or yeah, the like, Java mints? Java mint, yeah. You know what's another one? Is the um, the Anazettes? It's like the licorice. Whoa. Who makes those? I think they're called Anazettes, but they're- uh, Let's not even talk about them. My uncle smoked. He loved them. <laughs> and they just reeked of the, the black licorice. I go,
1: what the fuck, We just man. ruined everything. Just, oh, yeah. Like, I go, come I don't even want on. to smoke now thinking about this stuff. It's
3: <laughs> disgusting. But anyway. Okay. So-, so You're moving, you go into Davidoff, he starts giving you, you get sick as a dog when you smoke the Davidoff, right?
1: No, not the Davidoff. That didn't get me sick as a dog, but like when I started smoking like more premium stuff, stuff. I was getting really like, my boy gave me like uh, a punch Havana, but it was like in the metal tube and like, I don't know what happened. I think it was a combination of, didn't eat enough that day, drinking Johnny Black and I was like probably 19 at the time and just inhaling this Cuban. Yeah, Woof. Not, not good. Woof. Not good.
3: <laughs> so then, okay, so then what? at what point it, was it, all right, get yourself a humidor. Now you start getting high-end sticks. Now you're, you're, you're really like dabbling in all the different cigars. Not just like, hey, try this, try mm-hmm. this, try this. Now you're like, no, I'm a cigar smoker now. This is what I'm buying. This is what I like. How long, how, how long in, until it got to that point?
1: I mean, literally by the time I was like 20 years old, I was already like full-blown into it. Like, that, yeah. Like, but the funny thing is, so I, I, I started DJing around the same time I started smoking cigars. It's kind of like weird how they both like mirrored each other. So 17 to 18, I got my first mixer and I started DJing. And I'll tell you about that story too in a minute. Uh, that first night was a disaster. Uh, you know, <laughs> Always, yes, is. You know, Always is. Always is. Epic fail. But anyway, so the just, just the marrying the marriage of the cigars and the DJing at the same time. Um, yeah, I guess by like 19, 20 years old, I was already like full blown into it. But at the time, I was doing college parties up in um, Iona, Fordham, Manhattan College. It was a bar in Yonkers. There's a gentleman there that I used to work with. His name is Hev. Hev actually is um, a part of Bogart Cigars in Yonkers. So if you ever want to check out a cigar shop in Yonkers named Bogart, go see my man Hev over there. Oh, I got Frankie. Out. Yeah,
2: that's what small about little, me?
1: Small little shop, great people. But back in the day, I worked with this guy, Hev. And Hev, you know, Hev was obviously a big dude, strong dude, smoking Javas. But he was smoking the wafer, the box press. The box
3: press <laughs> Javas.
1: He's smoking these. I'm like, yo, what's up? He's like, yo, you smoke that shit. I said, yeah, let me get that. Those are the only cigars I inhaled because they were just so... Good. For a flavored cigar, I was like, I made a pass for that one. Yeah. That was like, shout out to Drew Estates. Like, that, that cigar, if you can find me that box press, I will pay you. Like, wow.
3: Java box press, yeah. That, My uncle smokes those, too. It was
1: thin. It was like a little, like, popsicle stick. And I see this big dude smoking this shit, tossing dudes out the club. And I'm like, yo, I want to be like that guy.
3: <laughs> the biggest guy smoking his thinnest, small stick, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: man. But you know what? It was just, it had like such an allure to it because it was such a unique size. Yeah. You don't ever see that size. And it was like a 30, 40 minute smoke. And it was great. But then other than that, I started deviating away from that. Because eventually I was like, all right, I can't do this flavored shit no more. I need to step it up, you know, check out different regions and smoke good shit. You know, more on the premium side.
3: So what's been, what are some of your – what are some of the go-to sticks right now at the moment? Staples. Besides the blueprint because, you know, obvious. But.
1: <laughs> Staples. Yeah, I mean, listen. This is going to become a staple, honestly. This thing is burning beautifully. What, you got Mexican in here? What do you got? We got
3: five different countries. Mexican, San Andreas wrapper, mm. Ecuadorian Habano, uh, or Ecuadorian Sumatra. Sumatra Binder. And then we got Nicaraguan Esteli, we got Pennsylvania, and then we got Corojo and Criollo from Dominican Republic. That's so all in the What filler. is the
1: deal with Pennsylvania? Because that's kind of new to me.
3: So Pennsylvania, it's just a, it's a they have usually they'll have either uh, Pennsylvania. There's the Connecticut broadleaf, which is Connecticut, and then there's Connecticut um, regular shade. But Pennsylvania tobacco, they've been coming out with a lot of good stuff. A lot of people been using them for fillers. It's usually Connecticut and Pennsylvania, the two, like, United States areas that grow some of the best uh, tobacco. But it's just been – it's been used as a filler. Great flavors. Gives you a little kick. It's just – it's been coming out in the last, I guess, – I've only seen it the last few years. Yeah, probably 15 years, but a lot of people start using them now because Connecticut was the front where they started Connecticut Broadleaf, which was used a lot on wrappers, and then the traditional Connecticut, right? Oliva, Connecticut, My Mm -hmm. Father, Connecticut. That's like – Typically what people say, mild cigars, go get a Connecticut. And then Pennsylvania started coming out. Pennsylvania Broadleaf, they have started using that as a wrapper. And it was jo- it was Jonas from
0: Blackbird who kind of recommended it to us because we went through about three different cycles making the cigar about, he's probably smoked about 30 or 40 different samples before we actually got oh, to yeah. the Oh yeah, we cigar. went through some a, a wow. process. That's and That's uh, incredible. He It was an incredible process. I mean, it took almost two years, but... You know, we have, we have like a flavor profile that we're trying to go after, and he gave us uh, five different samples and five each, so we smoked all 25 of those. Justin had a cigar rating system, so we used his rating system, and then uh, we picked the best one out of that, and I think we rated it like an 89, so we said, hey, like, we don't want to give Nino Brown a cigar and say, hey, it's a B B+. We'd be like, hey, man, this is an A++ cigar. Yeah, like,
3: we're if, we, if we gave it to somebody and said, we think it's a B plus, B+, then it's like, Right off the bat, they're going to go, all right, well, the people that made it think it's a B+. They're already
1: right, selling themselves short. <laughs> right. No so, it's like,
3: we want to give something like, no, you know, this yeah. is a fucking Even hundred.
1: So. Yeah, construction, flawless. So, yeah. we,
0: we, try, we try, man. We try. So, then we got a second round, and he said, hey, before you, we put the tobaccos that you guys are recommending, try this, these three other blends that I put together. And we ended up liking one of those blends a little bit more. I think we so, rated it like a 91 at that point. Yes. And we said, hey, use this cigar, but also we want to include these these uh, tobaccos. So once we got the final product, we saw everything. And it was he's like, yeah, I put a little bit of Pennsylvania in there. I think it'll be a nice little
3: kick. And we said, too, he said, listen, take that blend because it was that little Pennsylvania he threw in there. So we had the blend. I said, all right, take that blend. And I forgot what the binder was at the time. But we said, take that blend with the binder, put a Mexican San Andreas wrapper, right, one cigar. Take that same blend, put an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, and then take the same blend, use the Sumatra as the binder and the San Andres as the wrapper. So it's kind of like Mexican, Ecuadorian, and then Mexican and Ecuadorian. And the one that was the both turned into this one. We, we smoked you we halfway through like this yeah. is fucking – before we even finished it, we are like, that's the one. That's it. That was the money shot.
0: So. It's a
1: pretty reasonable price point too.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you're in New York, you're gonna, you're gonna, no matter what cigar it is,
1: seventy five percent tax. I don't want to hear about you guys in Florida, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. (laughs) Arizona, where our
3: website is. Yeah, it's nine bucks.
1: What are you kidding me? Like, you have no idea. That's why it's called premium cigars. You really got to be making it here in order to be enjoying cigars. Yeah,
3: people don't, people don't understand. Like, they go, "Oh, I want a five dollar smoke." I go, "Listen, there's some good five dollar smokes out there. You can get the Oliva Nub." You can get a box of them. They go for like four and change a stick. If you get a box of 20, great stick. But we decided right up front, we want to make something that's in that 10 to $15 range. That's like yeah. a good entry cigar into the market. It's, it's not too pricey where people aren't going to get it, but it's not. Once you get into that $20 range, people like they shy away. They go, that's like, that's too much for my blood. That's what people, most of average c- cigar consumer kind of. Says twenty dollars and up is higher end, mm. so we put it and it landed right in New York. Of course, it landed right where we want. You go to Pennsylvania, Florida, all these other places, it's under that. But enough about us. Enough about us.
0: Exactly. Let's hear
1: about more it's of the. Never agency. enough about you guys. No, so right. we got
3: on a tangent. We, we
0: get excited about, about our problems. We talk about so. our Listen, stuff. So you get all the time. a little
1: juiced up. It's okay. Don't worry about it.
0: So that so. We got the cigar journey now. You said so DJ. you were asking
1: me. You were asking me actually before we get to that. You were asking me what is my go tos. Right yes, oh, yes, 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 yes. So, I like
0: it. You're on. You're on track. See, try. he
3: knows. He's listening. He's
0: paying attention. I'm trying to listen. You like I'm it. trying to do <laughs> like the right it. thing
1: over here, guys. All right. I'm not trying to be a
2: douchebag. All
0: right. You don't but, get that. No. We, we you no douchebags on the burn down. No, sure. no, no douchebaggery. No Can't do that. Uh, yeah, I'll take a little bit more. There, there you go. So, <laughs> what are the, some of the go tos? You
1: know? So the go tos right now. So I, as I've gotten older, you know, i am noticing I'm smoking like not full body as much as I used to so I've been going more on the mild medium spectrum so like one of my go-to's is the mild DS oh is a crown, yeah, head. crown heads you know that's uh you know Luciano they, these guys they make a tremendous product I mean since the fr- like the first time I had it I was like wow this is really mild for a crown head I was like I don't know if I'm really feeling this and then the second time I had it I was like man this is magnificent <laughs>
3: it's a good I think we did a review on that one the crown heads mil DS
1: I could smoke this cigar. It's it's basically, the way Luciano broke it down to me, it was like, it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Whatever you Versatile. want. Versatile. It, it, there's, there's no like, no, you can only smoke this this time of the day. It's great, complex. It's beautiful in flavor. Very creamy. Like, I could smoke that all day.
3: That's the one that's got, I always confuse it with McAlef cigars because it's got a big M. Remember that? It's got like a red oh, label with a big similar, M on it. Yeah. yeah. And I always, I'm always, i always like, what the hell is the name of the cigar? That's the Mil, Mil Diaz, Diaz. I always yes. think it's like Michaela for something, but it's not. I haven't not. smoked
0: too many Mil Diaz. I, I'll be honest. I, I haven't came across it too often. And they one. also
1: have the um, they have the other one. I forgot. It's like a limited edition that they make. And I think they changed the leaf. It's a little more on the uh, peppery and spicy okay. format. So it's like the whole cigar is like totally different. So you, so you use the same filler binder, but the wrapper is different. It's a little more on the darker spectrum. I think it's a Sumatra wrapper, if I'm not mistaken.
3: Isn't it amazing how you can change one leaf, just one little thing, completely changes the freaking yeah. cigar, completely?
2: Crazy, right?
3: It's like like you're cooking a meal, right? Cooking a meal. You you make one ingredient. You take out fucking garlic and put in cayenne pepper, like completely change the fucking dish, completely. We got So we got Mil Diaz. What do else we got?
0: We?
1: Uh, I'm also a big fan of uh, dapper cigars. Oh. Okay. Um, I don't know how to say the name. It's the Purple Rapper, Destiviano, if I'm not mistaken. But it's a Connecticut hybrid. Um, yep. that, that cigar is just like...
3: I actually have that one in the Humano. Yeah, oh, nice. oh, Dapper Cigars.
1: And if it ain't that one, it's... I mean, their line is very, very underrated. Like People really need to understand about Dapper Cigars. These guys, they run a tight ship. And for I'm all about boutiques. Like I like to support the smaller guys... Like, anybody could smoke a rare pink, you know? Like, yeah, anybody could yeah. smoke an Opus X. But at the end of the day, you find these little manufacturers, and they'd be putting out some heat.
2: Yeah. Oh, especially, hell yeah.
1: Especially in the, the cigar that I fell in love with with their company, and I'll still pick it up from time to time, is the Dapper Sempre, which is the orange uh, wrapper. Mm-hmm. That cigar tastes like, I'm in Cancun citrus, lemon, like a Corona with lime, and I'm sitting on the beach.
3: Well, That's what I, I, I mean, I right? he's got seltzer and lemon. He should have gotten one of those. Damn, but a... no, I, I agree that, that like the the boutique cigars, and they really have come a long way in the last five years. Boutique brands, they've been coming out, but you find a good one, it's, it's, a, it's, it's gold. It's gold because, first off, they're smaller companies. Like, for instance, ours, right? We just came out with it. We only had 5,000 cigars made. So it's a very limited essentially you know compared to padron or compared to arturo fuente or davidoff that are making million cigars a year you got one that's only 5000 they're the, hard to find
1: the nice thing about that when you have a number so small like that the quality control mm-hmm. will be a lot more consistent mm-hmm. because you're overseeing a small amount of cigars right. as opposed to those other companies like i know padron recently you know unfortunately you know when you get so popular, this, you can only keep up with so much demand.
2: Mm-hmm. Your
1: quality control gets a little compromised. I mean, I know they're going to eventually ride the ship and the cigars are still phenomenal. But every once in a while, you're like, damn, this 64. What happened?
3: And you know what? We, we have a theory that w- when Cigar Fixiano comes out with their top 25 cigars of the year, whatever cigar wins number one, the following year, the quality goes down because everybody sees number 1 and they want to go get it and now the, the demand for that cigar goes through the roof and they can't keep up with the production they try to pump out as many cigars as they can it's they almost not up.
1: fair to the person even though god bless them they want number 1 but it's like to keep up that demand right especially like we just dealt with a pandemic and there's like shortage of workers and it's just like really hard to like just oversee thousands of cigars
3: right cuz think like I mean, let's man. say you make let's say you make 50,000 a year. And now it wins number 1. And now you have a demand for 150,000. You got to triple your production but still maintain the quality.
1: Yeah. Like that's so, difficult
3: to do nice especially yeah. for small Like I'm not going to shit
1: on any companies that like it just it just happens, you know. It's an mm-hmm. unfortunate part of the game. You know, look at the Cuban market. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, Cubans Cuban, are not you, what they used to be. You get today. a Cuban box, what, what do you think you're getting like out of 10? You might get what? 6 or 7 that are really good. And there might be those 3 that are just like I'm just going to throw them away. Oh, yeah. Mm Clogged, you know, under-humidified. The shape is a little off. You know, it's just very hard to keep up with the demand, you know. so 100%. I don't really um, get too uh, critical of companies like that, you know. It just happens. What are you going to do? But with the boutique companies, it doesn't really happen.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's such a smaller Mm -hmm. scale. So what uh, I find, too, is like it it goes along to your point is you get a box of cigars. Let's say it's the first time you try it. If I smoke the cigar and I don't really like it, I always try it again. I always give it give it a second shot because Always give it a second shot. It could shot. be it's a bad roll, it could be plugged, it could be At the end of the be, day, you know, it's a
1: handmade right. hand-rolled pro- I want to let me rephrase that. It's a handmade uh, hand-rolled product. I as don't.
0: John, as as our friend John from uh, John Finot from John London, he calls it consumable art, consum handmade consumable art, handmade consumable art. Hundred percent. Shout yeah. out
1: to Jay London,
0: my That's, dude, Jonathan Fyant, baby, Jonathan Fyant. He's the man. He's Another the guest man. of the Burnout Podcast. We got Those, them all. La-
1: those Lanceros, I
2: don't know mm. what you're doing, mm. man. Keep it up. God, God bless Lanceros. you, Lanceros.
0: Now, for the people who are listening, you know we always get our chops busted from our New York accents, but as you can tell. Nino is the New York accent. Is the accent.
1: The New
2: York. Okay. Let me
1: tell you something. I actually do not try to talk like this. It's, but just, it's just... Unfortunately, people love it. I don't particularly like it, but people,
0: people love it. Love it. But it's a, it's, it's a way of life because, I mean, like, you're talking to me. I don't think, like... I mean, yeah, okay, I hear your accent, but to me, I'm used to that because like, yeah, I yeah, yeah. know people yeah. like that. When you travel outside of New York, New Jersey, and you kind of going down south. I mean, people automatically think of every kind of- You don't got to go that
1: far in Jersey, yeah. by the way. Oh, no. It starts yeah. to change. Yeah, yeah, Even upstate, it starts to change. Yeah. Oh, upstate, 100%. Yeah.
3: It's, it's it's nasally upstate. But like, are you, so are, you, are you from
1: Brooklyn? Are you from Queens? So I'm, a, I'm born in Flushing, Queens. I grew up most of my life in Queens. What hospital? A- Booth Memorial? Flushing Hospital. Okay. Parsons Boulevard.
3: I was born in Booth Memorial. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. You were on the other I side. I was on the other side. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice. Met a broad the other day, said she was born over there. There you <laughs> go. Nice girl. She was smoking a padrone. The the one that comes in the uh, the the tube the Presidente. the president it's a, like, a phenomenal that's stick and that's his class that's, that's a, a indif- great that's a great gift too uh, yes because the case yes. it's very unique yes you know, it's a squared case you hand that to someone that's a nice
3: gift my butt my the best man at my <laughs> wedding handed me that you were there He handed me that on my bachelor party he gave me I pulled that out the cellophane was yellow. I take it off. I take out the cellophane. I shit you not. It smelled like a fucking chocolate bar. I like. I think I instantly got a hard on on this cigar. <laughs> I, I go. I gotta light this up. It was I don't know what so. He's talking
1: about okay, fine. It sure.
3: was so fucking good that cigar. Unbelievable. Oh, but yeah. Man. So you grew up. So you're born in Flushing.
1: Yeah. So I'm born in Flushing. I grew up. My family's. um So my my father came here from Sicily in the '70s. My mother came here in the late '60s. She was a Yugoslavian uh, refugee. Wow. So you know, it was a lot of like. It was an interesting. um Journey for the two of them to get to this country. My father had to come through Canada and, you know, he had to, like, you know, do the whole thing, you know. Yeah. And then my mother had to go through the camp and stuff. So she originally went to Ohio first. Actually, it was Italy, Ohio, then finally Astoria. Wow. And it was just like a crazy journey. But, you know, eventually we made it here and we. And we here lived, you are. And how did your parents meet? <laughs> how did your parents meet? They met at a, a place called Whitestone Pools. It's no longer there. It was like a community pool. Uh, kind Of, like, a club, like, a really nice it kind of reminds you of, like, in Goodfellas when the when Karen's at, at, at talking to that guy with the LaCoste shirt, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and, yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, and then, like, Henry Hill's like handing the dude, like, 50s, and she's just like, like No, 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 uh, yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, a club, yeah, don't worry. Yeah. Do, so, I tip him? <laughs> yeah, do I tip him? Yeah, do I tip him? Like, you know, it's, it, it, so it kind of had that kind of vibe to it. I saw some of the photos from my pops, I was like, Look at this guy <laughs> scooping up young chicks out here, he knew what he was in doing, late 20s, <laughs> like. God bless him. So you know they met over there, and um, the rest is history. But um, you know, it's it's a, it's a you know that's the nice thing about Queens because it's so diverse. You know you got people from all over the world, and oh, I, yeah. I think that also is gonna go in is gonna segue into kind of how I'm DJing cigar parties for people that are from all walks of life, especially in New York City.
3: Well, that's how a cigar culture is, right? We talk about it all the time, is no matter who you are, where you're from, what you believe in, you go into a cigar lounge, you take your seat next to somebody, you guys have a cigar, you're instantly going to have a conversation. Because
1: you already have something in common. Yeah,
3: and it's not going to happen. That's not going to happen in a restaurant. You're not going to sit down next to somebody, right? I'm at this table. He's at that table. We're having dinner. I'm not going to have a conversation with him. Nah. He's eating dinner. Hey, Nino, what are you eating over there? Yeah. No. You sit down at a cigar bar. i some money what do yeah. yeah. What are you rated? What do you think? What's your yeah. favorite money got? what like, right. the ain't fuck happened? You may in a bar. Maybe you sit in a bar. You have a cocktail. You see you bar. is possible. But, but you know cigar what? lounge every time. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's
1: it's, it's a, an amazing experience, especially being in New York and like being in that we will go back to back in the day when I when I was going to Davit of Columbus Circle, and you're hanging out with people like there's so many different spectrums of like society. Like you have dudes that are white collar, and then you have blue collar guys, mm-hmm. and then you have street guys, and then you have like finance guys, mm-hmm. and they're all in the same room, and everybody's cool. Like I don't really see any yeah. hostility for the most right. part right. in 100%. any cigar place, and yeah. all
3: and all like all the different ethnicities too. I mean. It goes, yeah, white, you got blacks, you got Hispanics, you got Asians, you got, I mean, it's across the board, Europeans, every every flavor of Europe, all across, and then male and female. It's like one of the most diverse communities out there is the cigar community.
0: And
1: everybody's friendly. We can solve world problems literally in the cigar lounge. And
0: you know, I say it all the time, man. (laughs) I say it all the time, presidential debates need to be in a cigar lounge because- You know, one thing, I don't want to bring politics into a cigar lounge, but if you want level-headed conversation, relaxed relaxed conversation, relaxed cigar lounge is where it's at. Because yeah. how many times, you probably can say maybe one or none, how many times have there been drama or some kind of situation where it's taken away from the experience of the cigar lounge? Very yeah. rare,
1: rare, and usually yeah. it polices itself.
3: Yes.
0: You don't yes. even
1: need to. Sec- like, when I do my rooftop parties, I have very minimum security because- you have grown ass people, yes, that just yes. want to have a smoke. You don't and have need a good time. it, yeah. You don't need it. Hey, hey,
0: one, I don't want get that. Get that away. one time. We don't want to deal with that. Out of all the, that out of
3: all the cigar <laughs> lounge, you know, uh, experience, that happened one time to me. And like you said, it. pleases everybody in the lounge kind of knew this group of uh, of characters, if you will, showed up, kind of didn't really. I don't want to say that there. I don't want to say that there's a profile that you have to fit, but they didn't fit like the profile of like they were kind of causing a little bit of a ruckus. scene, and it lasts for half an hour. They got up and they left, and they just and, and that was the only. And it really didn't ruin anything. It was just they were kind of everyone's thinking about it. Like, yeah, they were kind of causing a little scene, to, and, to but in honest. but not to anybody else in their own little section. You know, to
1: be honest, those people probably weren't even a part of the culture anyway. No, they were just no. passing through, yes, and they yes. were very new and naive to this. Yes, and you know what? You take that out. It's they like they were drunk
3: uh, and they were smoking like the cheapest shit they could find
0: in course. the human Yep, it's, it's like was when exactly the right. uh, the biker gang goes into the bar in the Bronx yeah. with Sunny and yeah, like, you know, yeah. Interesting enough, no, you that, can't leave.
1: Interesting enough, that was filmed in Astoria.
0: Really? Yeah. You know what? I think I a lot of it was shot in Queens, right? Well, um, yeah. The
1: only part of it that was not shot in Queens was the City Island scene. Okay. When they were driving over that bridge going into City Island.
3: Yeah, well, they couldn't, Yeah, they couldn't. right? You have to get the, you the bridge. You had
1: yeah. to be uh, authentic with yeah. that. I think also because back in the day, you know, in the 90s, not saying a story, it was a picnic back then because my father was running them streets. But, you know, back then, like the Bronx, like you were going to go film over there. Like, good luck.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 So how, I, did, how did you, how do we connect, uh... The DJ portion of it now, yeah. Because I want to hear this story. We went off a little bit on some other tangents. Yeah, listen, which is that's why we
1: need a two-hour show. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's why
0: we're here, man. We got plenty of time. <laughs> so how, I know you said before, your cigar, your cigar journey, your DJ journey, kind of intersected at the same time. So, okay, so, so how did that happen?
1: There was a um, a customer who eventually became an employee at Davidoff. His name is Dave Alisea. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. He does things with fine tobacco, NYC. Which is uh, Matthias. Yeah, and, yeah, it's um, yeah. We so know Matthias. So he Mathias. does events with him. He also works at Barclay Rex. He's a very experienced tobacconist. Like, we've
3: probably crossed paths paths with him because we've worked on a lot of events with Matthias. So you've
1: definitely we've seen this. Got to cross paths. So we're chopping it up in there one night. And he's like, you know, Nino, you know, you should uh, you should go check out Merchants, and you should go check out Cigar Inn. and then specifically, you should check out Cigar Inn on a Friday night. And at the time, this was probably like end of 2008 into 2009. I said, you know what? It's worth a shot. And that's the other thing that's beautiful about going to cigar lounges. You could go solo dolo. Oh, and You'll, be, you'll yeah. make friends with someone or you might know someone there. It's one of the few things you can do alone. So my, my friends, they didn't want to smoke. They weren't into that shit. They were just into getting drunk and going to clubs. I was like, well, you know what? Screw you guys. I'm going out doing my own thing and I'm an only child so I'm used to doing that anyway it doesn't bother me. so I walked into Cigar Inn and um, where is the Cigar Inn where is that the original Cigar Inn now it's called Casa de Monte Cristo oh yeah which is on 2nd Avenue and 53rd Street so I walked in there and it was almost like welcomed in with open arms that place blew my mind because the sheer size of the place was like wait this is just a cigar bar that's it it's just cigars there's no nothing else you know, you could fit, you know, there was one night I DJed in there. It must have been 300 people in there one night. You know, it was just an incredible place. So I went in there. I met a couple of uh, uh, members there, you know, and I started to get to know them. And I just saw how welcoming the vibe was. And, like, they had some music playing. Like, there was this gentleman, Trevor, who I think he works for Sony uh, RCA Records. Mm-hmm. He uh, I think he just got a Grammy Award recently with Jasmine Sullivan. Uh, he's been in the music business a long time. So he used to come in there. And just play music on his laptop. No big deal. The brothers, they used to run the place, uh, Billy Bass and Gus. Shout out to you guys. Uh, that's Viva La Vida Cigars. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Artesano Tobacco. Artesano Tobacco, yep. Yeah. So Great shout, stick. Shout out to those guys. They um, they were really welcoming when I walked into the place. And then uh, also shout out to my boy, Day McCoy and Kevin Senor. They had pretty much the first cigar group in New York. It was called New York Grown and Sexy in the City Cigar Group. Which is a very long name, but <laughs> almost random enough. Yeah. Well, we're also you know smoking out the joint. Yeah, you know, the hot boxes. Hot, hot boxes. That
0: was the name I was. That was the phrase I was looking for. Hot
1: box. Yeah, that's the uh, the Tyson podcast. Yes. Hot box, which is perfect for him. Absolutely. So I walked in there, and, he, and these gentlemen they they really welcomed me in with open arms. And at the time, I was a young whippersnapper. I was DJing, but I wasn't DJing to the point of like success. I was just doing like friends' parties and shit. But every once in a while, I would smoke a cigar while DJing, especially if it was like a rooftop or an outdoor event. I actually have a photograph from two thousand eight of me smoking a vintage Rocky Patel two thousand three, you know. And I'm just like, you know what? I think I'm gonna marry these things together. You know, I'm hearing the music playing in the joint. They had a couple other people like DJ there for fun, like my boy Julian. Shout out to Julian, my boy Swanky, uh, my boy Don Siretti. But they didn't—they didn't capitalize. They like they didn't see the vision that I saw. And I said, you know what? I asked the owner one night, and this was back in 2013. So I had like a uh, like a lonely time in my life, you know. And I, I was going to the cigar ring. It was kind of like a comfort place. You go there, you know, no girl, whatever. So I went in there. I asked the owner, Bass. I was like, Yo, Bass, can I DJ here one night? He said, You DJ? I said, Yeah, but I've been DJing since 2004. He's like, "Wow, I had no idea. I thought you were just an exterminator." At the time, I was just doing pest control, so I come in with my truck and shit. And yeah, I, yeah. I actually, exter- I exterminated. So I actually have exterminated and DJ'd at three different venues the same night. Same night. Same night. Come awesome. in. I'll play a set. I'll see you later. I'll see you later. No, I'm back, baby. I'm, you I'm... kill
0: the bugs and you kill the set. Love so, it. So, there you go.
1: so, so used to we used to say, "Kill the bugs, kill the beats." Oh, ah, yeah, love was, it. Love a, it. That was a real thing. So. uh I DJed there one night. I was just behind the counter, you know, just tapped into their house system. Um, It got a little traction. I did it for fun. I actually did it for free the first 10 times because I was like, I want to expose my name. I want to, you know, you have to sometimes sacrifice in business.
3: Give me a free cigar. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) give me a
1: cigar, whatever. I'm cool, you know, no problem. I think at the time I was like smoking T-52s. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, this broadleaf is crazy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) T-52s are not a bad smoke. T-52s are good. It's still good. Yeah.
1: But back then, it just hit differently. Yeah, it's know.
3: changed. No, it definitely it definitely <laughs> has changed.
1: You know, Shout out to Drew Estates. You know, these guys, is crazy. I love them. They gave me this lighter. Look at this. Mm-hmm. You
0: know what? I want to bring that up. I mean, I noticed you. Was, how good is this thing? I mean, this is my favorite lighter. I mean, this is
1: one of the best promotional lighters. I, I wouldn't be surprised Vertigo makes this. But, man, this thing. Well, is, I'll tell you. Let me see. I could, I'll you tell, tell you on the can bottom. You tell me. Let, me. let me see.
0: Let's see who makes it.
1: Okay. I mean,
0: I, I think uh, Vizol makes them.
2: I know Vizol makes. I them. see
0: more and more of them popping up. So people who are listening, it's more like a. I don't know, it's kind of it's like a cigar. It's
3: yeah, I thought the, it would say it, like because the one like on on the bottom of mine.
1: Is, oh, oh, oh so
3: One on is. the bottom of mine says uh says Vizol. So I was thinking that maybe it's it set it, it on yours, but, but it's like a cigar
0: shaped lighter. I mean, it fits I mean, perfect. There fits fits
1: you per- go. in your pocket. It holds a lot of butane. Yep. I'm a big fan of the single flame. You know, I don't yes. like this triple four. Yes, you know, it gets too crazy. And yes, then, you destroy the foot of the cigar. Yeah, your cigar starts to get uneven. It starts cracking. I wonder why? Because it's burned to a chard. What do you expect to One hundred percent.
3: That's why I like this one. This one's a, this one's single as well. Perfect. I only do singles. Yeah. If
1: I don't have matches, I do singles. You know? Matches.
3: That's another good point. Matches. I think are the cleanest way to, to light it. I mean, butane burns very clean, so you don't have to worry about yeah, it. Like, like just but, a
1: reminder. Like, I know it's all cool and shit when you light it up and you see the flames and. stuff. Stuff. But, but you know that's what? like bad. You're, you're, you're ingesting all that butane. Just just letting you know, all right? You don't need that in your life.
3: Actually, what they say is that you're, if you light it properly, if you, you're supposed to toast the cigar first before yeah. you light it. They toast say the foot. If you toast it properly, you don't even have to put the um, – that happens That happens all the time to us. You don't have to put the flame to the cigar while, while it's in your mouth. If you toast it properly, you can just put the cigar right in and start puffing on it, and you're good to go. That's it. So, For sure I, so I wanna it. hear I wanna hear this story about how the first night that you DJ'd was a fucking train wreck. Epic fail, as you Oh yeah. Failure. I gotta <laughs> hear this story, okay? So
1: it was like there was there was there was two epic fail I mean, one wasn't as epic, but the other one was epic. <laughs> so the the, fir- the first t- the first set I did it was a Filipino Cotillion party. Which is the 18th birthday for a Filipino I was going to say, please explain. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know it's a little confusing. <laughs> it's, like it, quince- it's like a Kinsenella. Gotcha, gotcha. So it was a girl from my high school. Shout out to Jen. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, shout out to Jen. You know she's she's pretty big on IG now. She's like a chef. Uh, you can follow her at uh, Jen Eats Life. She's pretty Jen cool. I think she's been on uh, Food Network and stuff. She's oh, yeah. look, her,
3: look her
0: up.
1: Pretty cool stuff.
3: Jen eats life. So Jen we're gonna, eats I'm going to check her out right now while you're telling the story. I mean, she oh, yeah, cooks, yeah, she is her right here.
1: She cooks like a like. Forget about it. She's great.
3: Jen eats. She's life. verified. She got the blue check.
1: There you go.
0: Exploring curiosities in the kitchen, garden, and beyond. Shout out to Jen. There it is. Yeah. There it is.
1: Very nice. Really, really. She smokes cigars? No, unfortunately, she does not. But she did let me DJ her party. And uh, just like the microphone was screeching and like the songs were off. And like my partner didn't know how to help me out. It was just like everything. The only thing that was nice about it was my mother was actually there, which was cool. She was like kind of like a comforting like she's just like, it's okay. Just play the song. Don't worry. It all worked out. But that's nothing compared to New Year's Eve. New no, oh, Eve. All
3: right, here we go. <laughs> strap <laughs> in. Yeah, get 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 you like get another cigar.
1: Strap in. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna need like a double head Yeah, you know, here you go. Here an you LFD go. digger.
3: It's one of these stories. Here we great go. Great stick, yeah. by the way.
0: It
1: is great stick. The know,
3: LFD uh, double lehendo lancero. One of my favorite sticks.
1: If you could find it. If you, you can. can. Yeah, that's great. So, and they got the barber pole one too. Man. They do. That's they hard do. to find, man. That's a perfect barbecue Tony Soprano cigar. Well the L
3: F D Andalusian Bull. Another fucking great one. But anyway, okay, New Year's Eve.
1: All right, New Year's Eve, two thousand four, going into two thousand five. First song I play is Cassidy I'm a hustler. Second song I play is Drop It Like It's Hot. Snoop Dog. You know, so we're going in. Everything's going, you know, copacetic. So this is like
0: 2008. It's got no, oh, to be 2004. 2004. Oh, I'm five. sorry. I'm sorry. I was eighth grade. I was in eighth grade in 2004. That's why oh, I got the eighth because "Drop It Like It's Hot" was the jam in eighth it was grade. The shiznit. I lit. mean, I guess
1: yeah. it just it just prolonged playtime. You know, it was just it, it was great. You still play it today. It's Absolutely, fun.
0: it's a banger for Well Williams. All right, know? so I'm a hustler. Classic. So I'll
1: play that, play that. Everything's going good. I go to the bathroom. For some reason, the music's blasting. I'm like. So I come out, there's these two broads playing with my mixer. They're redlining everything. They're wrecking the whole thing. And I said, oh, what are you doing? They're like, oh, we're just DJing over here. I was like, yo, get off the table. Like, What are you doing?
3: (laughs) You're going to destroy my equipment. You're wrecking
1: everything. Like, you know, the whole thing with redlining is like, it's like you're smoking a cigar and the cherry is like super red and you're like, I can't even taste it. It's burning. Yeah, That's what's happening to my audio equipment. So this thing is like on fire almost. I came up with this stupid idea that I was like, "Oh yeah, you're not gonna, you're not gonna stop." I freaking pull my power cord out. Boom! I pull it out. Music stops playing. They're like, "Oh, what's wrong with you?" I was like, "All right, good. Now get the fuck out of here." That's it. I go to plug it back in. Done. Nothing. Mu- Fried. All music finished. Fuse blown. Party done. Or like my Caribbean friends like to say. Patty done. <laughs> Finished.
2: Fuck.
1: Night was ruined. It was like 1230. It was like prime time. People was looking at me like, what are you doing? Luckily, it was a house party. It was a friend of my Max. You know, I'm still friends with him to this day. He didn't care. He was like, that sucks. It is what it is.
3: Blame just, the fucking broads.
1: Yeah, I did. And then like, you're thinking like, okay, maybe they'll make it up to me somehow. You know, You know what I mean? You know, so. But I know what you mean. I, I know. But unfortunately, it, it ended up with uh, me watching reruns of Sex in the City, and just being <laughs> drunk and alone. It was just Fuck. really sad, sad New Year's Eve. That sounds and, terrible. And it, like made me like not want to DJ no more. I was like, yo, I'm done with this shit. This is whack, you know. And then like I had to fix it. Luckily, it was only sixty bucks. I was like, all right, I'm back in the game, baby. Let's go. But uh, yeah, it was an epic fail. Like, well, if
3: anything, it's like all right, this is like the fucking worst thing that could happen as a DJ, right? You I mean, blow your fucking were equipment. They even good-looking girls? And now it's like, released? the only they way they to go up is nice, up.
1: They were nice Russian girls. They were nice, you okay. know, but... Not nice in regards to listening to me. Yeah. Uh, not nice in uh, respecting my equipment and then not nice in consoling me after. It just,
3: Fortunately, it was only 60 bucks to fix the equipment. 60 like, bucks
1: to fix the fuse.
3: Think about if it would have happened like, all right, this is like your beginning of your DJ career. So I'm assuming that you didn't have the highest end equipment at the time, right? No, so could you imagine – fast forward, now you're – you're really into it. now. You have thousands and thousands of dollars. Been the, you might have on the front. What's the fucking equipment? Yeah, and if
1: that happens, uh, yeah, like like I just recently got some Pioneer CDJ 2000 NSX twos. These things used are going for more money than when they came out. Wow. Because the supply chain shortage. Give us an idea. What does something like that go for? One turntable can go for $2,200.
3: Yeah.
0: One.
1: So think about
3: busting that. It ain't going to cost you $60 to fix that. You know it would be on the front
0: (laughs) page of the New York Post, DJ murders And you got that's one table.
3: That's one table. And that's not – I'm assuming that's one one table. You have another table and and you, you have the mixer.
1: And the mixer, like I've been trying to like negotiate some deals 23, 2500. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. So,
3: wow. you're talking about your whole setup is gotta be north of 10 grand.
1: I mean, with the cases, it's at least seven.
3: Wow. So, at least you know, think about that. These fucking We're not even co-
1: talking about the computer. That's what I'm saying. We're not even like, talking about no.
3: the speakers. The whole setup, the whole thing Just for the you the to cables. DJ at night, the whole thing has gotta be 10 grand. Done. More. Done. So, if I see bro, fucking around with the shit. Oh, I didn't want to go down so smoothly. Okay. Yeah, I mean... I'd well, like, you, as you realize know, that if you break this, this is a fucking lawsuit right here.
1: Like, Yeah, you gotta get insurance. Okay, this boy. is I some mean,
3: serious...
0: But as you know, Nino's a gentleman, so I'm sure,
1: you know... I he, took the L... He took it on my chin the and said, you no. know what,
0: I'll, I'll learn from this mistake, I'll... Unless I'm getting some kind of retribution, no one's coming behind this uh, this DJ table. Ever,
1: ever, you know, you you live and learn. Because how
0: many people say, "Play this song, play Uh, this song, play this." You know what reminds me of? There's a
3: fucking movie out there called. um, uh, It's with uh, Jeremy Piven, and he's a car salesman. I forgot the name of the movie. Okay, but he's a car salesman, and there's a DJ in there, and his DJ name is DJ No Requests. Yes. And he's DJing Perfect, this man. and he's DJing this party. And the girl's are like, Oh, uh, can you play um Justin Bieber blah blah He's like, okay. Click, and he plays like Snoop Dogg. And he looks at her like there's another coming, hey, can you play um Drop It Like It's Hot? And he goes, Oh, okay. Click, like, play something else. DJs like, must hate that because it's not, like, you
0: know, I w- my wife would be like, Oh, go tell the DJ put I'm like, listen, he doesn't especially from a guy. He doesn't want a guy come up and say, Hey, can you play this song? like And you must, DJs
3: must deal with that all the time. There's probably certain scenarios, right? Like your wedding. If it's your wedding and you're the groom and you come up, different story, but like.
1: There should already be a playlist that's organized early enough in the game. But even then, I'll still make exceptions to the groom and stuff. Mm
3: -hmm. If Um, it fits like the flow of the. Well, that's the other
1: thing too. You can still take requests, but you have to find out when's the right time to play. Yes. So if I'm playing Soca. And then you tell me to play Tony Yayo. I'm like, wait a minute. But I'm doing a soca set right, right. now. Right, Give me some minutes. Give yep. me some time. And let me work this bitch in.
3: Like you're you playing know? 90s hip hop. And they say, yo, can you throw some Sinatra on there? Like,
2: all right, chill. Well, that's like, not even <laughs> like, enjoyable I, music. Yo, you know? I can't even. But nah.
1: usually what happens is when someone asks me to play Sinatra, usually get a nice C note with it. Or you get at least get a 20 spot.
3: Yeah. you know, And then usually- I would be like,
1: okay, can you throw that in on top of like. So that's the, that's the one thing. If someone gives me money. This shit's coming on the next song. Fuck yeah, you. like I was it's just, not even I cash was, talks. Man. I was just no gonna ask. Cash you talks, man. Bang. Because I've, I've had some uh, shady characters look over at the table and they're just like, "What are we doing here?" Yeah. <laughs> so I like I don't want to rub nobody the wrong way. I try to do the right thing. You know, and if anything,
3: to- you know, it's kind of you think about it like this: it's like a it's like a, a, a marketing tool. Somebody comes up to you and they say, "Hey, I want you to play this song." Here's a Benji, right? Cool. You play it, very next fucking song it plays. Then he, that guy is like, oh, I told him to play that. I gave him 100 bucks. He played it immediately. Juiced it up now. The man. next person's like, fuck, that's all it takes? Guess what? I'm coming up. Hey, can you play this song? Here's another 100. Like, bang. Baby. Next song. Yeah, now man. you got five, six people coming up. That's all it takes, hundred bucks. I mean, bang. Play so my that's life. a secret. I mean, I literally
1: yeah, just, just give a couple dollars. I mean, I mean I had I had a guy give me like two dollars once. I'm like, bro, you don't even have to give me that.
0: Like, don't <laughs> yeah. worry about it. It's He's gotta like, be it's gotta be That's more of an insult than anything. Totally, he
1: just he felt bad. He's like, Oh, that's all I got. You uh, know, like that's cool, man. Don't worry about it. I'll just play your song. It's yeah. okay. Like, I'm not I'm at the end of the day, the DJ is still there for the people. Yeah. yeah. They're there to enjoy the music, you know. But if it's something like outlandish like Insane clown posse. I'm not playing that.
2: Yeah, it's not yeah. happening.
1: Like, stop fucking up the flow, literally. Yeah, you yeah. got it. You got to. I don't about go to your it. job and <laughs> tell you how to, <laughs> tell do, you your to do your
2: job. Shit, you
1: know. And it's like crazy because like people act like I started doing this last week. I've been doing this 18 years. You know.
3: <laughs> yeah, you've been around the block. You know, inside. I do. I
1: do a lot of sound. There's there's a lot of preparation that goes into this. No shit. doubt. You know, I sit down for like four or five hours, and I might download 20 songs, if that. Just because there's the songs that need to be played, you know, and, and they just, gotta and
3: they gotta fit the rhythm, they gotta fit the the key, they gotta man, make sure that this that you can't blend two songs together that completely. I'm a opposite I'm, key, I Got to make sure everything fits. Yeah. I'm really big
0: into music, like super big. Like I got told you, you know, I had aspirations when I was younger. I bought the app on the it's DJ. never too late, by the way.
3: You know, I got the n- perfect
0: name. My I, used are EJ, it, I used to DJ do it, DJ DJ
1: EJ. DJ EJ. I didn't EJ. I ain't even
3: tell you what my DJ name <laughs> was in college, bruh.
1: Uh, Can we even say this?
3: <laughs> DJ <laughs> assistant.
1: I don't even want to fucking say
3: it. All right, we're not going to say, <laughs> it. I mean, gonna say <laughs> but, it. But it was DJ Footlong. That was oh, my fucking oh, name in
2: college. That's definitely a college DJ. <laughs> that
3: was a fucking college DJ. Did it for like. Thank
0: God you did not pursue oh, that. Gosh. But oh. I respect and I appreciate transition flow music because I, I was just at a party and my brother's the same way. We're both big into music. So if we're listening to a guy DJ and all of a sudden he goes from. Uh, you know, Biggie to Miley Cyrus, will look at each other and be like, "Kind of
3: fucking transition. What yeah, the fuck, is, fuck is that? Like, where are you
0: going?" TikTok with it?
1: has a lot of those uh, mashups.
2: Yeah,
3: some of them. Um, there's a guy on there. I think it's sick. Sick music. Sick. Sick. Music? Kick. Sick. He yeah, he has the mask yeah, on. Sick. Kick. He does some good ones. I'm like, all right, you know, he'll take like an acapella. But he's and, also a professional producer. No, he is. Yes.
1: I mean, live DJing. He's decent. But his production is very, very yeah.
3: Some of them, some good. of them go well together, and uh,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I play Con- some of yeah. his stuff. I play the Aaliyah one, the Michael Jackson one. Those, those really pop off really well. And then like he adds like his little yeah his, section to it, which yeah. is cool, you know, like because that's his way of breaking into the industry. It's like okay, I'll play recognizable music with my beats, and then I'll add some of my own yeah. vocals yeah. to it, and I think it will go seamless. And honestly, it's. It's pretty good. I mean, he's getting get like ten k a gig. Nah. Like he's doing all right. Yeah. You know? Shout out to Sick Kick. So Dude.
3: what's what's your favorite? Like, what's your um, bread and butter? What style of music? Because every DJ has probably got like their favorite, their bread and butter. That that you don't even have to really prepare. You fucking got it locked down.
1: House music.
3: House man. music.
1: House music. Absolutely. We you know we come from a place, you know, where when I when I so I'm very fortunate. Because my mother, at a young age, exposed me to a lot of underground music, trance, house, techno, but she also played alternative rock, freestyle, a little bit of hip hop. I mean, I remember I got caught listening to a KRS1 uh, mixtape on cassette that was like for my step pops, and my mom was like, Give me that shit! Like, what are you listening to? <laughs> and I was like, It's the pony, you know, like, 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 you can't, it's not good, but it was good to be exposed. At such a young age, the first CD I ever owned was Hard Knock Life Volume Two, Jay Z. Yeah. But at the same time, the second CD I owned, which was got the same time, was Corn Follow the Leader.
2: <laughs> so Fucking Corn. I
1: had a crazy spectrum of like, you know, I'm listening to Prodigy one day, but then I'm listening to prodigy from mob deep Mm. oh yeah you know so and also growing up in queens hip-hop is practically in our dna yeah of course you
3: know so what kind of are you
1: like deep house like what i prefer deep house but you know what it deviates because there's so many sub genres of electronic music yeah you know and uh and it's cool because like as i've gotten older i've explored even more like i'm getting more into the afro beats you know, I'm getting like South Africa, like black coffee, like stuff like that. Is just remarkable. You it's know? the best. It's so do really, you
3: spend like most of your days just searching for music, just yeah, like finding new
1: shit? Yeah, usually like before a gig, uh, I wake up, turn on the laptop and just go through Spotify and SoundCloud and YouTube and Beatport and TrackSource. And
3: just scouring just the internet.
1: Scouring the internet and just like try to find algorithms like Shazam is actually pretty cool because yeah. what they do is when you type in a song on the bottom of the page it will give you related Shazams in the algorithm it'll give you something that is similar to what you just searched and it'll give you 20 songs and then from there you get into a wormhole because then you click that yeah, song yeah, and then it know. turns into another 20 songs Shazam and they don't is always repeat app. oh it's tremendous it's i
0: think it's i think it's Probably one of the best apps, especially, I mean, growing up, when I had iPhones were still new. Even like the last four or five years, I'd always use Shazam. Before, obviously, I have Spotify now and everything. You could just search it.
1: First Shazam that I experienced, I was in Bridgeview Yacht Club. I don't know if you're familiar with that place. It's an island park, Long Island. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a catering hall now. My friend Tony Spanish, shout out to my boy Tony that I grew up with. He had an iPhone 3. And I was like, "Damn, I wish I knew the name of that song." Mm-hmm. Maybe I go ask the DJ, "What's up?" He's like, oh, I got you." I was like, "What?" So he takes this phone, click. D-d-d-d-d-d-d-d. He's like, "Yeah, Eric Murillo. I was like,
0: "I need that, that that's fucking the song?
1: He, I'm like, "Yeah,
0: man, it was—it's the best app."
1: I mean, its easier to find songs now.
0: That was but in 2009.
1: Now right? they have
3: this Google thing that you can—you can just—you
1: can just, you can just hum get it, like
0: right? four for the lyrics and just Google it. But I would utilize Shazam for everything because I was the type of guy. Who had the iPod? Shazam
1: had, is wrong sometimes.
0: They are it is wrong sometimes, and I report it to them
1: all the time. You know, so they get it right on their end.
0: And I would I was the type uh, of guy uh, who had an great. iPod. I had to have the artwork. I had to have the artist, the album, the year it was made. I had like I would spend Saturday nights organizing my iTunes. Like I was I was like OCD with music, but uh, similar to you, I had a wide spectrum of music. So my parents threw me into sixties, seventies, eighties, and I hated it until yeah. so I moved away. I started appreciating, it. but I grew up with all hip hop. I was all about nineties and two thousands. Of course, all I cared about. And then in college, I got you know exposed to all the house music. The only music I really don't listen to is country music. I mean, even you know that's got to be more of like a. I mean, don't get me
1: wrong. I, I'll play a Luke Bryan once in a while.
0: You yeah, know? the crowd loves it.
3: You can't yeah, go Florida like Georgia
0: pop, line like pop yeah. country.
3: You Play pop country, yeah,
0: but
1: yeah, that that you know oh, it's, if, if you think about it, it's just rap music.
3: No, nowadays, Absolutely. yeah, nowadays, a hundred percent is yeah. You know, the it, format's rap. You know, no, you got to talk like if you want some country country. Like, so my my fiance is from well, at the time this comes out, it might be my wife, but she's from Texas, and there's that you go down there like her dad listens to some some of the I call it the twang country where it's got like you know the the banjo playing. Well, that's like uh, folk. There's like some music, country, yeah. country country right. But I grew up on on believe it or not I grew up on metal like metal core hardcore I listened to a lot of I was a drummer I listened to a lot of that stuff I was listening to kill switch engage I'm listening to, I listened to corn I was all that stuff and then like Eric were you we didn't really get into the 60s 70s 80s, 40s 50s the 60s oldies, yeah. oldies I started listening to a lot of Frank a
0: lot yeah, of Dean we, I
1: grew up with all that all stuff. all that stuff you know, and then
0: but uh, do you have do you have a uh, like you know in DJs will, I, there was a mixtape someone gave to me in uh, in high school. And every song was DJ Goomba, DJ Goomba, DJ Goomba. And then, oh my, like DJ Funk Flex, right? It's like always, DJ Khaled. Like, he's now. always like dropping his name. D- DJ Khaled. have like a- Well,
1: they also do that so you don't rip off rip their, their show, CDs because yeah. then it's like their name is on it. Yeah. So I understand. If they have that. any Copyright. mix,
3: it's like, and it's not just in the beginning. They'll like drop their tag every 30 seconds or so. So you can't just like, all right, cut out the middle, the beginning, and then- yeah, my uh, my neighbor, uh, my old neighbor, he's the he's a Shanti's DJ. Um, you ever hear of um, Shanti
0: and Ja Rule? Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Um,
1: it's good stuff, man. Can't shit on him. Oh no,
0: you not my baby. Oh, uh, it's good DJ. stuff. Fuck. He's my. He's been my neighbor forever. Not particularly um,
1: familiar with that name, unfortunately.
0: What's his name? Uh, not DJ. It's not DJ Goomba. Uh, oh, Definitely smooth not. city, it's DJ Smooth City, S- hustle,
3: yeah, Smooth City, DJ Smooth City. He's a Shanti's DJ. He
1: yeah, still I hope is. to meet you one day. I mean, yeah, yeah he's
3: a great dude, great dude. But I wanted to talk. So we mentioned how Shazam was a great app too, and a great app. I like one of the things I like about Spotify, which is why a lot of people there was the the debate between are you a Pandora user or are you a Spotify user, right? And what I liked about Spotify is at the time when I first downloaded it is you could make a playlist right, of songs you like, and then create a radio station from your playlist. So you have all these 10 songs, and you say create radio station, and then it would have just a queue of song after song after song that was related to the playlist. And then now what they did is you make a playlist, just like Shazam, all the way at the bottom, they have related stuff. You make a playlist, they have all the way at the bottom, like five songs that are similar to what your playlist is, that if it says you want to add to your playlist, you can add it right there, and then it reshuffles another 5 Or you can click Enhance and it takes your playlist and just fills in like another 25 songs of what it thinks you might like based on a playlist. So it's a great tool where, all right, I got this playlist, create a radio station. Then all of a sudden you're listening. Like, oh, shit, what's that song? I like that. Add it to the playlist. And then now you have a new playlist. You create a new radio station. Like you said, you go down this fucking wormhole of just station after station after station. never ends. And you hear some crazy shit. Although Spotify, you don't hear some of the underground stuff. Like- it
1: depends. Like I use Spotify a lot now, like because people like to tell me, "Oh, hip hop is dead, R and B is dead." You go on Spotify; it, it's endless. There's a lot of shit. So SoundCloud
3: much- was a big one for underground shit. SoundCloud,
1: too. you know, like SoundCloud put on like Kendrick Lamar, for instance. Mm-hmm. You know, he was an unknown, but thanks to a platform like SoundCloud, and you know, I put a couple mixes on there as well, just to get myself some exposure. People would always confuse me with the Nino Brown from Australia. Yes. <laughs> you
0: know, yes. That's it, it, so true. Yes. Like, if you Google DJ Nino Brown, it's you and it's a guy from and Australia. Australia. And
1: ironically yes. enough, he wears a Yankee hat.
0: He does. He
1: does. He and does. He's, he's actually a very good DJ. Shout out to the real DJ Nino Brown. No,
0: the Australian DJ. The Australian. <laughs> the Australian. Okay. But this that's is, why
1: I put NYC in my name because you got to come correct. You know, you're still a byproduct the of what- we do. He's the Aussie. So it's fine.
3: It's He's no DJ problem. Nino Brown, Aussie. And we're, you're Nino Brown, So I, messaged,
1: I actually messaged him on SoundCloud, and I said, hey, buddy, you know, I know I have your name, but my real name actually is Nino, and I'll give you the story, too, how I got the name.
0: I was going to ask, how did you come up with, uh, obviously, your first name, but Nino Brown?
1: Eight years old, I got the name, uh, family, uh, not even friends barbecue. I, I just moved to uh, Whitestone, Queens at the time. I became really close with these uh, these guys up the block. And uh, my friend's father was like, oh, who's that kid? Oh, that's Nino. Nino Brown. From now on, your name is Nino Brown. That's it. I said, what the hell is that? He's like, trust me. You got brown hair and your name is Nino. Yeah, and you're it. like,
3: I'm fucking I'm, I'm, I'm a, a, Cis, a Sicilian and Yugoslavian. There ain't no brown in there,
0: okay?
1: And there ain't no brown, <laughs> like, one. There so, ain't no brown for, in there. For the record... Brown is not my last name, but if you want to call me that, I'm cool with but it.
0: But that's the nickname someone gave to you. You gave can't to be, me, which is key.
1: Up
2: nickname
0: I, I,
1: this
3: What is, just, is it, Kido? Like
1: you said, Nino you Brown's can't
3: give name. yourself a nickname. It's got to be given to yeah, you. 100. You can't be called. Yeah, you, know. you
1: can't just just like because my first DJ name was DJ Stir, and then like it didn't really click. You know, it didn't really work. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna go back to that Nino Brown nickname because I have 67 nicknames. You know, Nino Cappuccino. <laughs> you know that's actually a pretty good one you know because i used to drink cappuccinos all the time because i had acid reflux uh but like i had a, so many nicknames and then of course i had my tag name because i used to do graffiti and i was just like nah don't you know brown that you know new jack city yep yeah that, it just all made sense it's easy to remember it's my real name the first name so that's I'm a good just, note it's it good sticks one. out
0: because i remember finding you on instagram years and years ago and uh I follow. Uh, who's our boy from Brooklyn? Uh, Italian guy plays soccer. Uh, we we hung out oh, with him uh, at the New York Cigar Fest.
3: It'll come to uh, me. Uh, he's the uh, Bear
0: Dario. Dario, yeah, Dario, Dario the Bear. Yep, Dario yep, yep. The bear is his and he smart. was uh, he was on one of the one of your uh, like cigar. Uh, you do the tours around New York City on the boat. Okay, You're right. So I remember he was on one of them, and he and he posted you, and know, I'm like DJ Nino Brown. That's a sick name. Sorry, I started clicking, I'm like. Oh shit! I'm like, all right, this is who it is. I would, you know, you hear the name Nino Brown, you think of the movie New Jack City. So I'm like, oh shit, who the who's calling himself Nino Brown?
1: It's a
3: great name. And-
1: I don't even know if I want to say his name, but this guy was like, listen, Nino, we're gonna get these girls. They're gonna wear shirts with your name on it. I think you should go by the name DJ Cocksup. <laughs> no, no way. I said stop. No fucking I said, way. Not a chance. Hundred percent like, serious. I cannot help you if, unless that's your name. He's like DJ Star. It's not gonna work. You gotta go by that name. And I said, dude, was this guy a fucking crack or something? No, I mean, listen. That's why I always want to say his name. <laughs> and I hope he watches this. And he's like, oh yeah, why don't you shout DJ me
3: cocksucker?
1: Yeah, he's just like, yo, we'll have the girls wearing your shirts. And Next the tw- up on ones and twos, DJ cocksucker. <laughs> and then like he's like, we'll do effects to it too. We'll get like a drop from like Mr. C. Be like DJ so.
2: Come on! No. Stop it. That's
0: like the shit you hear, like when you download music on fucking Limewire, and you get the, like the shit, like the virus songs, and they have like those terrible names. Like, L- yeah, that, that's more bad than. Good. I mean,
1: you're just pretty much programming your computer for failure. Yeah. No doubt. 100 oh, I mean, percent. Limewire, Frostwire, or early Napster, like you're finished. If yep. you
3: if you download something on Limewire, and you you can either get one of two things: you get DJ cocksucker the mix, or you're going to get an MP4 labeled DJ cocksucker. You open that shit up. There ain't no music well, in Well, you know what?
0: Okay. Back in... If you had a Mac, they didn't really get viruses. So I, I... My father, who was an electrical engineer, he he uh, would work on a Mac computer and he did his testing on it and then he was done with it. So he said, hey, here you go. Here's a Mac computer. And I was like, oh shit, okay. So I down. I had... I was the guy who, when people had house parties, make me a CD, make me a CD. He's you know got fucking great playlists. And I would have... That, I have a shit ton of playlists. That's why I, I'm a DJ. But... Thousands of songs, and the thing—the most uh, popular, like virus that you would download—is you download like you know, uh, Jaw Roll, live it up, and then it would be like a fraud, and it'd be Bill Clinton, like I did not have sexual <laughs> relations. Yeah. With or that what was woman. the other one <laughs> was the uh,
3: Never gonna
1: give you? Oh, that no, was no. fucking all no. over. You yeah. got Rick
3: roll, Rick roll, yep. everything That's- you downloaded.
1: And it's actually a great song. It is As always find, you always
3: find, like, find the ones, you're like, oh, it's a
1: fucking banger. You download it, you play it. But you tell me go not. Again, you're like, mother But tell me not. <laughs> you know, they, they, a couple of years ago, they had this thing. Uh, one of my favorite songs of all time is uh, Bobby Caldwell, What You Do For Love. It's an amazing song. What Would You
2: Do For Love?
1: So, Allegro just did a remix to it. Tremendous. This song, they put videos of people, especially black people, that didn't know that Bobby Caldwell was white. White there. guy, yeah. Like, super white. And, like, the reaction of their face was just like, how is this possible? And that goes back to Rick Ashley. Like, you hear his voice, and you're just like, he sounds like he hangs out with Luther Vandross.
3: Well, that's like... That's what, like... That's uh, like um, what was The funky... Uh, no, that's like the Four Seasons. Well, Four with Seasons. With Frankie Valley when oh, he was yeah, coming out. They're like... Like oh we we don't we don't need um who's this black group who's this know, black like, group another no black four Italian guys group. And like, no it's four. yeah and they're like wait <laughs> it what
0: isn't, it isn't uh
3: but uh Bobby Colwell that's a
0: good Bobby Colwell, you would that that never know dun, 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 that's a good song nah, but uh, the, song. the, the other the other people I think of is uh who sings play that funky music white boy Cherry oh yeah Wild Mom? Cherry they're white guys too I thought though. I thought they were black there's
1: plenty there's plenty of that's a class that's a class there's quite a few um. What's the other guy? I keep forgetting. Michael McDonald. There we go. I yeah, Michael. dude. You he's got great think, vocals. You would like, who, how is this possible? The Doobie Brothers, like, you wouldn't even. Listen, you got a good voice. You got a good voice. Don't matter where you come from. That's man.
0: it, man. Music is music. Same
1: thing when it comes to DJing. Like, I walk into a room. Like, for instance, like, when I used DJed a couple block parties in West Baltimore. Like, literally, like. How'd you of, get those gigs? Yeah. <laughs> Well, this is this is what happens when you're in tune with the culture and DJing a cigar in, you meet people from all over the country. Mm-hmm. So had a couple of great great dudes, great chicks, come from Baltimore. They you know, everybody's somehow connected somehow yeah. in the cigar community and they were just like, Hey listen, you know, we want you to bring your style to Baltimore. We're doing a block party. I was like, Cool, no problem. I go to the block party. I rock that shit. There's people there just looking at me like, "Who the hell is this guy?" (laughs) And I I gotta remind them, like, "Oh, I'm from New York." And then that just changed the whole conversation. That's That's what you gotta say. Oh, he's from New York. Yeah, that's because you know down there they have a little bit of a southern, even though it's not south. No, their accents. They're on the border. Yeah, right on that cuss. They're
3: from Baltimore. Baltimore. Baltimore.
1: Yeah. So shout out to Baltimore. I love DJing down there. That vibe is tremendous. Um, and they're just like just turning heads because there's the few cigar people that know who I am, and then there's the other thousand people that are just like, "Who the hell is this guy?" <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, but now Baltimore's good. We did a couple of we did an event in Baltimore yeah. in Baltimore. Where
0: uh, uh, are
3: some of your place, favorite places to DJ? I
1: mean this honestly, it could be a room with five people. It could be a room with 500 people. It doesn't really matter as long as the sound system's on par and the vibe is correct, it don't matter.
0: I don't think there's a... Uh, uh, just like cigars, there's a certain high when you see people vibing to what you're doing. Like, yeah,
1: it's like I'm kind of like an orchestra of the vibe. Yep. 100%. Yeah, and you can control
0: the people with I the music. can
1: easily ruin it, but when I have it going good, it is better than sex.
0: I, I, I man, I agree. That right now. <laughs> I.
1: I that, that high is tremendous. It I mean, is. It's, it's probably like when Derek Jeter hit his 3000 hit, you know, and it was a home run, like, cause only three other guys have ever done that under 3000 hit that type of high. When I have a room going, it feels like that.
0: I agree, man. I agree. It is,
1: it is, and at the end of the night, when people are giving you props, yo, know, thank you so much. Oh man, this is a great night. Oh my God. Like that to me, the satisfaction is such a high and I don't ever want to let that down. Like I just want to keep doing that. That's, that's why I never quit.
0: That's it, man. You there, know, there's something about he's be DJing until he dies, pretty
1: much until until the ears start to go. It's yeah. like
0: <laughs> golf, man. It's like golf. You can probably DJ for as long as long as you can stand and hear. Still so much straight. You yeah, can keep I mean,
1: going. I mean, there was a there was an epic night at Cigar Inn. I'll never forget this. I always reference this place because it was kind of like the foundation of why I'm even sitting in this chair where you find gentlemen today, is because that place had. You never knew who was gonna walk in that bitch. If it wasn't Al Sharpton, it was Rudy Giuliani. If it wasn't that, it was Ed Lover, Mac Wilds, um, Chris Chris North from uh, Sex and the City, um, and Law and Order. I think. Mm-hmm. You know, you never knew who walked in. Celebrity star, Swiss Beats used to come on Wednesday nights. Like it was tremendous. Never knew who walked in, and I'm DJing for all these people. Yeah, and it was fantastic. You know, and damn, I just lost my point. Shit.
3: Oh no, you're <laughs> saying it one time, I'll ago. never forget it. One time you never forget DJing this, uh...
1: DJing there.
3: Yeah,
0: the I, one
1: time I'll never forget. See, so This is what happens when you have two concussions in your life. <laughs>
2: you get a little foggy. You know. I they,
0: think we're going on the, the the streak of the high you get by giving people the like giving people the, the vibe, the music, the just a good overall time. Because I know songs that get people going, and I love to be the guy in charge of music. It so gets, I, the yeah. gets the people going. Gets the people going, baby. Da. <laughs> I, actually just, I actually because I, I think jay-z just became on spotify today and i just started i listened to the the uh what is it watch a throne watch a throne album today on spotify coincidentally anyways um yeah there's nothing like knowing music i love being in charge of the music like if i'm at, if it's my house my area i have to have the speaker i have to have the playlist set up I got to get we- the aux card. For my wedding, yeah. I made sure I made a party bus playlist. I played all the songs that I wanted to hear. And you know, it gets the people
3: going. Literally. And there's always like, there's always, the beautiful thing about it is, like you said, you can control the vibe 100%. You can be having, right, you're on a, a party bus with a group of people, and you listen to some songs. Everybody's kind of vibing, right? And there's always one song that you drop the one song changes fucking everything. Right? Yeah. you Everybody's chilling. And they're having a good time to chill. Then you drop the banger from like 2000. And everybody's like, oh. You see Great people's song. faces like this. Great song. Oh Great God. song is is Where to Party At. Jagged Great fucking ed- ed- Jagged Edge. Right? You're sure. on a party bus. You drop that song. Boom, 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 boom. And then you're like, everybody's like, oh, shit. And everybody, I don't care who you are, you get up. And everybody starts,
1: like, oh, fuck. And, and that song, it it, it's, um, it crosses all... Like people. Like, yes. It's just, it doesn't matter the age group. That's For what I'm some saying. reason that's one of those songs that's going to stand the test of time. You drop that bitch everybody's like oh fuck and they just they get lifted like. That's on the play I remember,
3: playlist. I remember we were uh, there was a song.
2: I remember the story. Quick. There
3: was a song. Um, Don't um, forget it. Hold on. Um, Quick story before he forgets. Push the Feeling by Nightcrawler's yeah. right? Of course. That song we were listening out on his bachelor party it was like the song of the bachelor party. No, right? no 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 the song of the bachelor party was all I need. Oh, that's that's song. Sorry, that's song. That's song. Okay. Yeah. All I need. Right. So we're at his wedding. Quick story, and we're dancing. We're dancing, Have a good time. Right. And I'm getting a little tired. I'm like, right. I'm gonna go sit down really quick and grab go a drink. Sit with my fiance. But and all of a sudden, the song comes on. All I need. And I, it was. It's. It's like somebody like a fucking spirit came in and just lifted me. I was like, ha oh, onto the <laughs> dance. Like I just got pulled onto the dance floor. And that's
1: especially what house music does. Oh, Besides man. all the genres, I mean, they're great, but there's just something about that Dude. BPM mm-hmm. because I make the correlation to a healthy heartbeat is a uh, one twenty BPM. I would I would assume one twenty is pretty good. That sounds about right. Yeah, if you can get your heartbeat up to one twenty so and sustain if, it. If yeah. if the BPM of the song Is around that one twenty ish range. It just makes you want to move. you you can't not move. Like I was listening
0: to the BPM today on Sirius XM. I'm by myself. I'm like, fuck God,
1: fuck. Yeah, like you want to drive 140 miles an hour. Not saying I have, but you know you. But you have (laughs) how fast?
0: How fast that Vespa (laughs) go?
1: That Vespa actually tops out at like 85.
0: That's pretty fucking fast, man. Yeah,
1: I I don't recommend it, but uh, it can it can get up there. It's a 250 (laughs) CC. It's a the very nice thing to have in the city for six months out of the year because you ain't driving that shit in the snow which fuck i no. have done fuck no wow. like a chinese delivery man i got my two feet on the ground and i'm like you got those yeah me. yeah you got yeah. those big gloves you got, got the big... hand mitts you know i'm just like <laughs> Fucking why am it. i here like how do these guys do this
0: no man that's a
2: grind i got sure. a
1: video of a guy it went i wouldn't say it went viral but it had like five thousand views and um it was a dude delivering during hurricane Ida last year he's trying to make that paper he's like I'm like, yo, what are you doing, bro? Like, the water that was splashing.
3: He didn't give a shit.
1: He's like, he's so like no, just another this Sunday, right? right <laughs> I got this
0: Chinese food. and I am delivering it to where it needs to I'm be. I'm
1: making this Uber Eats money. Like, yeah. that's it. Like, I don't care. Like, this is getting done. Meanwhile, everybody's basement's flooded. Like, yeah. Good job.
2: No. All right,
3: so tell us this story. We're, okay. at, we're at about an hour and 20 minutes. Good. Who cares? Tell us this tell, us this tell story. Unless you
1: have somewhere to go. You got no, somewhere tell, to go?
3: Tell us this. No, I, got, I just got dinner. That's it. All
1: right, listen. Tell send, us send the story. food in here. Don't Bring the food in. That's it. Just bring it in. Don't worry about it. We're we'll digging it up. Tell All right, him. so this is what happened. So this is back in twenty either fourteen or fifteen. I'm on a date with some broad. Everything's going smooth. I get a phone call from my friend. He said, Yo, Nino, I need you to come to Cigar Inn. I said, For what? He's like, Yo, I got DJ Red Alert here. I said, Excuse me? D Red Alert? Like, yeah, yeah, that guy. From carrot from the front, Okay. Wow. All right. I told the girl, I'm like, sorry, I got, a, I got an emergency. I got to take care of this. So what my job was, I was going to provide sound for Red Alert. So I had to set up the system there. I already had speakers in the place, so I had to bring them from the basement. I bring it up, set it up. I meet Red Alert, absolute gentleman, legendary DJ. Long story short, that night went till 4 in the morning. Five. And you're in a cigar lounge. That's like unheard of. It's like nightclub at that point.
3: How many cigars you smoke? Five, I six? I
1: about... <laughs> The most I ever smoked was four. But I also had a lot of cigarillos in between. Yeah, so it was just a, yeah. it was a smoke filled night. But <laughs> it was very memorable because he was digging tracks and like also around that time. So I knew about Funk Soul and R and B from the seventies and stuff, but I didn't know it to the degree of these DJs. The night that changed it all for me was in twenty twelve. I went out to Cool Herc's birthday. And if you don't know anything about Cool Herc, that's the pioneer yeah, of hip hop. The Bronx, in the Bronx. He yeah. did the first official party on Centric Avenue, and uh, it was his birthday. Friend of mine, DJ Germs, JS One, Rocksteady Crew. He invited me out, and a couple other people. Um, my friend Carmen invited me out. I was like, "Sure, I'm coming out to this." Didn't realize on that list of DJs was DJ Scratch, Premiere, and just blaze, damn! And the spec, and it's a lineup. And, and the funny thing is, the resident DJ at that place was Tony Touch, who I actually met years later, uh, doing the originals party with the uh, D Nice. Um, and I was just like listening to how they were transitioning from originals to samples back and forth, mm-hmm. and then Scratch breaks out the forty fives. I was like, that's it. I got, I got to go home. I got to go on whosample.com and I got to find out where Tribe Cold Quest got this song from, where Nas got this song from, where Jay-Z got this song from, and I'm going to try to incorporate this style, and this is going to go perfect in eventually what would become the cigar DJing, because as you guys know, in the cigar world, especially in New York, and this is now throughout the whole country, this was not a thing. People didn't DJ in cigar lounges. It was very foreign. But we were doing something. is kind of like what Cool Herc was doing with hip hop, when and like I mentioned, uh, the group NYGNS, they had this thing called Friday Night Hurf, and everybody would come together and it'd be a great time. And I was able to take that, play my music, and bring it to another level.
0: Hell yeah, I love when DJs do that when they play the original song. And you're like, all right, and then they in the
3: background you can hear the little hip hop beats going. You're like, oh shit, this is good. and sometimes they like go down. you don't even know. Like, if you don't know that Jay-Z sampled the track for, uh, fucking like from the Bee Gees or Everything something, Everything
2: is right? sampled for yeah, the most part. for the yeah. most
3: part, right? And especially nowadays. Like, there's no orig- original stuff. A lot of times it's sampled. So, well, if you don't know, and all of a sudden you're playing this song, you're like, okay, I know this song, the Bee Gees, right? And then all of a sudden, the new hip-hop track comes on, you're like, fuck, that's the same song? Yeah. Holy
1: shit. So, actually, the song Staying Alive, because you mentioned yeah. the Bee Gees, was... Um I don't think it was the Fuji's, but I think it was Yclef John yes. featuring the Fugees, and they remixed the song Staying Alive. Dude. And
3: now people have remixed that
1: song no, into
3: Yeah. That's another
0: I heard that song on the radio. I mean on Sirius XM today. It's uh yeah, it's uh it's Y Clef and it's um Look it, look it, look it, look And it goes into Staying Alive. That's the uh, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you heard
1: that, that. today? I, yeah.
0: I swear to God, today. Uh,
1: this is not scripted, by the I way. I
0: swear, to, I heard that today. And then something else you just mentioned today on, on, on Sirius XM I heard. But uh, I just mentioned it before. But yeah, I heard that today, too. I remember being parked. I'm like, oh, shit.
3: This is such a good song. And actually, speaking of, of the Rick Astley, the Never- that song has been sampled to a, 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 a song my fiance is fucking in love with now. It's a hip-hop song. But they took the Rick Astley and they sampled it. And it's actually a pretty banging song. And you don't realize she played I'm like, I'm listening to I'm like, this sounds fucking familiar. It sounds familiar. And then the chorus drops. I'm like, holy fuck, this is Rick
1: Astley. So I really threw people off a couple of years ago. I was watching this show, The Watchmen, on HBO. Great show. It was only one season. There was one episode in particular that they were playing a Dolly Parton song with Kenny Rogers called Islands of the Streets. Yeah. yeah. They're playing that song. And I hear the chorus. And I'm like... Holy shit. That's the song Maya did. Ghetto Superstar. <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm doing this. I didn't know that. I didn't
0: I know both songs. I there's a lot that of songs. I'm, that, I'm doing you know,
1: this and like I would bring and like the first time I played it, I think I was at Havana Dreams. And and my boy little Sean was there who's a rapper. Wow, now that you're saying Havana's it, Dreams, we were there. We stopped yeah. off there after we Ghetto yeah. Superstar. wow. Yeah, I yeah. deserve wow. this dream. That wow. is what we oh, yeah. So I I would wait for that chorus to come in and then in the middle of that chorus when it goes and then we lie to I bring that in and then people lose their fucking minds.
2: <laughs> I love because that.
1: Because I love that. At first they're looking at me like yo, why the hell are you playing Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton? And I'm like just wait.
3: Just shut up
0: wait.
1: and listen. Let me do what I do. Don't tell me how to do my job. Don't yes, tell me. Yes. And like that's the the real core of DJing is pushing the envelope, educating people, showing them that music bridges from any generation.
3: There's a guy on uh, a either TikTok TV. or Instagram that does just that. Is he takes the song that everybody knows, popular song, and he goes, "I'm going to show you where they got this from," mm-hmm. and he and he t- he has the song, plays it, and then pauses and plays the original track, and he. Chops up the sample like they would, and then brings it in. He goes, "This is they took this song and they and shows you how it, how they made it." And a lot of the songs, are like, "Holy fuck, I didn't even." Some of them you can't even tell. No, no. Some of them they chop it up so much you can't even tell. But he goes, "This is how they got to the because <laughs> they took a sample, either slowed it down, sped it up, cut it up, sat, and had somebody on some drum machine chopping it up." They're like, "Holy fuck, that's the same song." Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Incredible. I've
3: noticed. I've, I've noticed now.
0: Um again I made a my brother and I we started making a playlist it's called Old but New and it's all BPM songs but with old older songs like Elton John you know old kind yeah. of all 60s 70s 80s and now it's house music and they just had yeah they the just, combination of it is just fucking it's they fucking, just had it's an fantastic. Elton John one
3: uh is yeah, it yeah, is it, it, it Rocketman or no? it's uh-huh. uh uh, what the fuck is that? That's called? with Dua Lipa. Yeah, Dua, Dua Lipa. Lipa yeah. They just did it's like the yet. most, it's a really popular
0: song. And the right?
1: funny thing is, the remix to that was more popular, the Pinel remix, than the original one that Dua Lipa did.
3: That happens crazy. a lot. That some of the remix that, or I personally, I find that the remix that a DJ took, remixed it, made it his own, is better than the original it song. It actually
1: popped off even more. I'll still play that from time to time. And then, like, I like to mix that song with the we were just mentioning the uh, four seasons you know they have that song, i love you yeah. yeah so they have a house version to that and like i do those two together and it just it goes seamless it's really yeah. great
3: Yeah. so what is it like when you find two songs that just marry perfectly like cuz i can imagine there's, there's songs out there right and you have to kind of force the blend a little bit you kind of force the transition there's but then you of get adju- these
1: there's adjusting like the jog wheels you yeah, kind of yeah. like molded in it's a lot harder with obviously records. I don't really DJ with records. I keep that shit at home.
3: I, people, but what's that feeling like when you just when you just like you got the song and all of a sudden you just drop it and you don't even have to touch it. It just it blends and you're like, Fuck. I mean,
1: I mean, if it's <laughs> songs from the '80s, it will go easier because of obviously technology. When you're dealing with songs from the '70s and earlier, the songs are more acoustic. They're organic. Yeah. There's actually like a bass player. It's not There's just a, a drummer, beat. drummer, yeah. you know, and it's not a beat machine. It's not an 808. You know, it's, it's the way it's quantized is not the same way. So if the song is from like the 80s, it's a lot easier to do that with something from now as opposed to something from this. So when you get into that scenario, you got to literally like mold it.
3: You're right. Kinda kinda like you got to force it in. Like yeah.
1: something's got to be sped up a little bit. You got to slow it down a little bit so you can catch the beat. That's a real thing. And I can't stand, I'm telling you, DJs, right now, stop using sync. All right? So stop it. Stop cheating. All right? You got the BPM, you got the key, mold it, make it work.
0: Listen. Listen to the man himself.
1: Stop it. All right? I, I'm tired. And I, I'm tired of hearing these train wreck mixes, too. Like, just because you're playing hot music doesn't mean you're hot. Okay? <laughs> Shit for, doesn't
3: go. And for all those, for all those that are non-DJs, that, that might be the most New York exp- thing I've ever. Explain heard. to them what what sync, what sync means, what the sync button means. Well,
1: I mean, think about it. In, in you know, a lot of a lot of DJs, they have that option, which is a sync button, which will literally lock the tempo and the BPM of one song to the other song. So when you come in, you don't have to do any of the adjustments. Now in hip hop, it's a lot harder to do that, but in house music and techno, it's very easy. Because everything is on a very accurate grid. And if it's synced, it's going to go perfectly. The computer's doing it for you. I refuse to let the computer do it for me. It's called you cat. One, two, three, four. Bang. And then it's ding, ding. And then everything lines up correctly. If you know what you're doing. But not everybody knows what they're doing.
3: Don't cheat. Don't auto-sync. Spoken yeah. like a true Match the DJ. beats yourself. Be a man. Yeah, I, be a I, man. I, but I like... I like <laughs> Don't use auto sync. Match the beat yourself. Be, be a man. man. Be a man. But I like when I like when Nino sounds very New York.
0: Just because you play hot music doesn't make you a hot doesn't DJ. Doesn't make you hot. Nope. nope. <laughs> does not.
1: Definitely does not. You know, and I could literally walk into any room, and I will give it my best shot. And for the most part, I will walk out of there like, okay, I did an adequate job. Not every night's going to be lit. Because anybody can hit
3: the play button for the top hits of the country, okay? Yeah, they can do that. Anybody can just hit play.
1: And it's getting harder and harder nowadays because the music that's coming out, predominantly in the rap world, you know, the drill music is really taking over with the kids. So I do these, like, after prom parties, and I want to shoot myself. Because I'm like, I can't even listen to this.
3: Crap. All they want to play what's, is Pop what's Smoke. Drill, what's true?
2: What's drill? What I think one?
1: it started with 6 9
2: oh. And then it got
1: really popular with Pop Smoke.
2: Okay. Yeah. Also, and I want got to hear. no
1: problem with Pop Smoke. I could care less about 6 9 I don't want to hear that shit. And now that he's been like, you know, excommunicado. And I'm like, good. I don't have to play this no more. Perfect. Uh, but it's just, it's it's hard to listen to. And I, and I don't want to sound like the old man, like get off my lawn. This music isn't as good as the music I grew up with, but it is a fact. It's not even close. Now, for instance, Kanye West and Alicia Keys did a song with 504in, uh, uh, City of Gods. That's considered a drill track. That's actually a good song.
0: And what's considered dr- what is considered a drill track?
1: So think of trap music. But like even more obnoxiously and loud, more
0: in your face, all more right. in
1: your face. It's like a poor version of DMX. Okay, it's a lot of screaming, a lot of like mumble rap. Now, don't get me wrong, mumble there's, rap. There's some drill music that's coming out of Italy right now. That's pretty good. Like it's comes out of the hood in Naples. People don't understand because they're like, "What do you mean there's hood in Italy?" Like, oh, there's hoods everywhere. There's hoods everywhere, <laughs> but there's levels to this. In Naples, it is no joke. Like that is hard living. They have projects just like they do here. You know, so the music that's coming out of these areas, because you have an influence of African immigrants. You know, you have the Nigerians, you have the Moroccans, and then you also have the Albanians that come over and they're mixing with the Italian culture. And it's the new some of the music is very good. But it is drilled. So it's it's you're really, gonna have
3: to, you're gonna have to send us some of those tracks. I mean I'll interested send you I'll
1: send you a song called Eurovision, which is five five or six different artists from wait, all different regions. Wait of a Europe.
3: second, wait a second. Does this have anything to do with the movie Eurovision?
1: Nothing to do with the movie.
3: Okay, because there's a fucking movie that my fiance and I love.
1: Apparently And my mother loves it too. Apparently
3: there's so and it's a real thing. There's Eurovision, which is like our American idol, but it's like of Europe, oh, where they have yeah. all these singers that come on. Yeah, is that? Wolf Farrell? Uh, it's Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams, and it's fucking hilarious. It's a great. Will Ferrell's hysterical. They, they're these two Icelandic singers that come from like nothing, and they try to make it on Eurovision. And the one woman that is like the prodigy of Iceland dies, so they just get they get the lucky break and they get oh, to go shit. in.
1: They're the top spot. now.
3: But funny ass movies. Will Farrell's so he's great, but that's funny you mentioned Eurovision. That the name of the song is Eurovision. That's the I'm name like, of the song. Fuck, I'm gonna have to listen to this now. It's
1: an interesting song because I think. The the artists they all come from different countries and they speak in their own dialect. I love it. So that. Spanish, Italian, Moroccan, uh, Nigerian, um, UK. It's
3: called Eurovision, huh? Eurovision. I have to look that up. Okay, yeah, Let's that's, do it.
1: that song really slaps. Um, Fuck yeah! It's just it's just it's just tough nowadays because I keep because the cigar community for the most part you're dealing with older people. So you're dealing with people that were from that golden era of hip hop. And they wanna hear Biggie. They wanna hear that style. But I try to like put them on to like newer stuff and it's touch and feel. Some of it's good, some of it's not. Mm. You know, it's getting tough because it's like Drake and then everybody else. You know, it's it's very difficult nowadays, but that's why I don't mind doing cigar parties. Those are my favorite parties because I could dive back into the Donnie Hathaways and I could dive back into the classic genres a funk soul. And you R&B. know it's going to be
3: a hit. You know yeah, people Yeah, and then, hit. like,
1: of course, you know, I go by the name Nino Brown. You're going to hear a nice 30, 40 minutes of New Jack Swing. You're going to hear Guy and Teddy Riley. And then, you know what? I can marry it with some Bruno Mars because he does some New Jack Swing. So I can bridge the gap from the old to the new. Love it. You know, Jodeci and Bobby Brown. Like, you know, I have to play that stuff because these are people, especially in the cigar community, um, they grew up with these people. -hmm. Some of them are family members of these people. Like I said, I I mentioned uh, there's there's some people that were actually in the industry. So they appreciate it more, if anything, because they could smoke a cigar and they could really be in tune with the music that they made or were a part of. And I know you're looking at that clock.
3: No, I'm looking to make sure we get the. the audio levels. I always check because yeah. we've had plenty of times.
1: I'm not that guy. Don't we go, you notice how I haven't really deviated too no, much. no we, I love we, it. We
3: always go we always we had this issue in the past and it's become a habit now where I'm always checking because we've gone entire episodes. PTSD I, you can call it. And then you look over and the audio is flatlined or it's fucking redlined. I'm like what the fuck and
1: podcast it's, traumatic and stress it's, disorder. It's
3: one and you wow. you probably know what do you say? PTSD podcast traumatic <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I
1: could not even finish it. Fucking Done. podcast. Yeah. Just stress. made that up.
3: Done. Dude, what? that's fucking it. Wow. Stamp it right here. That's it.
1: Right now. We that have is to get
3: 100% a SD sign up here. Yeah. Wow. That's 100%. That's, that's exactly what it's
1: we get. in fucking it. it. In the air, I mean,
0: for example, we had Jonas from Blackbird Cigars who makes the blueprint. Shout out to Jonas. Our first, we had to do a whole second interview with him because the first interview, the internet and the audio all cut out and we had an episode where we recorded for 45 minutes just based on me and him and maybe 15 minutes in we didn't check and the whole audio was redlined and we're like dude we gotta talk about this all over
3: again and yeah, it's, one, it's one it's one chord right that is a little bit loose so you get the feedback you get the buzzing and it just picks up as all red line. and I'm like mother or it's not plugged in all the way so it picks up flatline you're yeah. like son of a bitch yep.
1: it's That's one fucking button wild. like
3: podcast dramatic you had, you had stress disorder you
1: had one job
3: you had one fucking that, job. That's so that's it. my job now, is make sure the levels are good. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: got to put this thing over here. You know, just going to have Yeah, happen. Yeah, I could, but no, yeah. I hate this. I want to see you. I don't want to look you at wanna you. You want to see me? I got an ugly mug. What are you kidding I, I got to be
3: looking like
0: the at
1: the face. The hair's it's, coming in now. It's, no, it's, no, I, I, I want to see you. Salt and pepper's looking
0: good, man. Salt and pepper's People looking good. People love
1: this salt and pepper, but you know what? I don't. Sorry.
0: It's that George Clooney. That's that George Clooney. George Clooney. Speaking of George Clooney. There you oh, go. There you go. Casamigos. Right Bring it all back, baby. Yeah, Cashed shit. out. Nice. So how are you liking the Blueprint? So is this your first time having a
1: Blueprint? This is my first time. And like I said, I was at Cigar Fellas. Shout out to Cigar Fellas. I was just there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Dude, what's every. up with these weird coincidences? Because I was just there today. I was there today. Listen,
1: my man Joe holding yes. it down over there. Nunzio. These guys, they're great. Uh, I saw your cigar there. I almost grabbed it. I should have grabbed it. I should have known better. I was like, I like that label. That's dope. <laughs> But I didn't. I'm sorry. I grabbed the well. Nova. You kn- but you knew. You the Nova in. cigar instead because I'm cool with Leonora and I don't see her stuff too often. So I had to grab the Leo 11.
3: Another another guest. Yeah. Well,
1: you have Leonora. We she's have. Our, yeah, she, she was are. our
3: very first
0: podcast guest. Ah, yes. We actually, Great sticks. We met. She invited us to. She's uh, a sponsor
3: of the show. She Nova is. Cigars.
0: She's a she's a pod, she's a podcast sponsor, but. Uh, she invited us uh, when we first started, she invited us to uh Casa de Monte Cristo. Cigar she
3: used, Inn. To, she used to work there, yeah, cigar
0: she Inn. She was working there. She used the to work at the-
1: I worked with her there. Yep. We be-
3: got it. We probably crossed paths. You're probably there. 100%
1: You're we
3: probably crossed paths. there when we walked in. Yeah,
1: hundred percent we crossed paths. It's and uh incredible. now now it's official. We here now. That's so,
3: incredible, man.
1: That's it. You it can't
0: be any more official than in person baby I in mean, the you, stew you came on the vespa from queens to the Down podcast i love too. that he came on the fucking vespa. That's yeah. Fucking i thought great. he was fucking with me i mean let's Listen, I you're gonna have to gear. bring the
1: camera outside fucking and take it, 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 it for a little ride you know? i
0: love it shit man yeah. i mean that that's a that's as queen as, as it gets especially with gas prices man fuck yeah fuck
1: that. yeah i mean they dropped a little bit but you know my two gallons uh last 120 miles
0: and in queens you're not going more than there three back. miles <laughs> right
1: Exactly. I love it. I, I'm a, I'm a member at Davidoff in Brooklyn. That's a, a franchise store uh, connected with Matador cigars. Yeah. Very close to yeah, those guys. Yeah. Shout out to Boris and Will. Yeah. Come great on. guys. And that's but, that's
3: our that's my that's my that's my lounge. That's yeah. like
1: my local lounge. Great guys, you know. Um I've done events with them over the years. They they always they have a very solid product. So uh for me to go with the scooter on the BQE, I'm there in seven Come minutes. On. Damn. It's just
3: a well, We're shot. actually working on doing some events with them for the blueprint. So if we do events with them, then you're going to have to be the DJ and it's all going to come back
0: around. Yeah. And
1: unfortunately, Will, you're going to have to deal with it. That's mm-hmm.
0: it. And we're, we're, we're supposed to be getting some uh, – start doing some events out in Jersey. So I would like to push the idea if we do events in Jersey, some of the lounges. We, well, just we tell bring, them, listen, we bring this, Nino. it's a
3: package deal. If you want us, you got to get DJ Nino.
1: So I got some connections in Jersey, as you know. You know My last uh, rooftop event, I worked with uh, Sanj Smoke Shop and I worked with uh, La Casa de Rudy which is in Rockville Center. Nice. Good friend of mine. Shout out to Rudy and shout out to Sanj. Sanj has his own cigar now called the SP1014. Lancero is off Hell the yeah. chain. Great price point. Lancero. It's, the cigar took yeah. five years to make. Like, we're not playing around. Like, my man's going to DR. Like, he's watching the product being created. It's no joke. So, uh, I got, you know, and I also have a very great relationship with uh, Smoking Ashes in Teaneck, New Jersey. I've done many events there. During the pandemic, we were pretty much the spot to go have a party. We would average about 300 people a weekend. You know, we DJ'd in the parking lot because we had to keep everything outside. We wanted to keep everything safe, but people had a great time. Um, Shout out to Ryan and Malik and Conway. These guys run a tight shop. I love that shop and I love DJing there. And they also have a pool table, which is dope.
3: Uh, play so cool. no, say less. Most say less, less to me, baby. Done. Say
1: less Done. to me, smoking gonna... a
3: stogie and shooting some sticks. So you yeah, close, yeah, yeah, yeah. close with your close with Mike the Greek, right?
1: Oh, Mike fucking the... <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike the... the Greek. Am I close with Mike
0: the Greek? So I'm gonna, I I want to take a picture right now and send it to him cuz last yeah. time we were with Jay London and we sent him. So yeah, we'll yeah, do yeah. a live picture on the podcast right now with my broken iPhone 8, but You have to do let, that. Let's see. let's iPhone see. iPhone 8. Yeah, oh, look see this is this is what I
1: Wow. You want me to do it. I mean, what is the smudge on there? I don't know.
0: What
1: are like, you doing with it? The- oh, that's yeah. a lot better now. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Love it. Bang. Oh, that's great. Bang. Yeah. Shout out to Mike the Greek, the historian cigar. Yes, yes. I just actually right. smoked
3: one of those on the um, on the golf course the other day because he he called me
0: a couple. We had a conversation probably for like thirty minutes, um, and he talked about you know doing some stuff together, and he brought you up. And, uh, I mean, boy, Mike the Greek, he has got he's a, he's a big visionary. That man was talking about a lot of big things he has store. He's putting yeah. in the work. Yeah. He's going,
1: to, you know, he's back and forth from Nicaragua to Florida. You know, he's working hand-in-hand hand with Luciano. Like, you know, he's really, you know, he's really making a name for himself. I appreciate him not only as a friend, but as someone that really knows their cigars. And I love his product. It's got a great subscription. Check it out, The Historian. Which is a spinoff from the neighborhood that I'm from, Astoria. You sure. know, and for, you know, for quite a few years, Mike the Greek and me were neighbors. I remember during the pandemic, I, I had COVID. I mean, everybody did, but Mike the Greek was nice enough to walk over to my house and bring me a duffel bag full of cigars. He said, <laughs> ah. I know you're going to be in quarantine. You're going to get a little messed up. How I do you, you, you get you... over COVID? You smoke fucking you smoke Okay. <laughs> the first two days, I didn't do that because I was a little messed up. But by the third day, I was like, Mike the Greek came through. Yeah, that's it, Fuck man.
3: this call. I'm smoking. <laughs>
1: I'm smoking. I that's got nothing it. else to do. I might Shit, as well man. light it up. Love see it. the sunlight. So Love. shout out to Mike the Greek.
0: But uh, I think I think we're going to call it a day, man. What is that? An hour and a half? Almost two hours? We I just mean, have? unfortunately, hour time 40. flies
1: when you're having fun. I dude, do. It Fuck felt this, like you just got here. Definitely the, one of
3: the longer episodes. Yeah. Hour 45 we're at. And, wow. this,
1: and the sad part about it is we still didn't even get into the crux.
3: Well, you know what that means. That means it's gonna be part two. Sounds part like, two. Sounds you like you have got to come back. Two. Yeah, you're gonna oh, have to come man. back.
1: I might have to come with a guest, maybe. You know, just we'll have to to come juice back. it up a little we'll bit. Juice
3: it up. We get another microphone. We have another. We get another chair in here. Yeah,
0: yeah that's, that's it. That's
1: not a bad we'll idea. We have four John. way.
3: Well, have a four. I'm gonna way. have to get invite Mike up here and
0: have both you guys up in here. The historian, the historian, Listen, over here. My
1: man, he, I don't think he's coming to New York anytime soon, man. Nah, he told he's he's me he's too busy. He's not. I saw him in Tampa during Tampa Cigar Week. I was DJing down there. Um, great guys down there in Tampa I love those guys uh, My man John C- uh, C- Carly Carly I forgot how to say his name But shout Johnny out to C th-
3: Johnny C Shout out
1: to Johnny C Tampa Cigar Week They just had boutique They're going to have boutique cigar week coming up um, Great guys I dj at the uh, Blanco Cigar Factory We wow. had a beautiful party We had a three piece Latin funk jazz band One of the dudes actually grew up in Fort Green, Brooklyn Old school Puerto Rican cat on the Congas Killing it My man John was killing it Great party. Shout out to David Blanco. Let us, uh, you know, use his estate, the factory, to do a party. It was really great, man. It was a nice, nice time, man. I mean,
0: who don't you know in the cigar industry? I mean, yeah, seriously. It, it sounds like you dj DJed almost at every I spot. I mean,
1: you know, it definitely helped uh, being at Cigar Inn, you know, doing a – Doing about uh, an event with uh, Alan, Alan Rubin from uh, Alec Bradley. Yeah. You know, Rocky Patel. We did a couple events with him. Wow. You know, we we did, uh, you know, so many, you know, Big Smoke after party. That was, you know, I did it two times when they still had it in New York. Yeah. It was incredible. No, now they we just had, got like, it in Vegas. Yeah, but <sighs> that shit, that shit in that party was insane. New
3: York was lit. New York was, yeah. I remember that. I, we we had, were going to go the next year and then they- We had
1: 300 people in the joint. We had 40 people on the sidewalk in December. You know, because the, the place was just jumping. One of Rocky Patel's friends, this girl comes up to the DJ booth. She's like, hey, can you play a song for Rocky? I said, let me guess. Don't stop believing, Journey. Yeah, that's the song. I said.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a number one requested song.
1: I got you, no problem.
3: R.I.P. to Tony Soprano. Yeah,
0: yeah man. So, no. but do- he used to
1: go to OK Cigars, by the way. Oh, really? My friend Ryan, who used to uh, work and uh, manage at uh, OK Cigars in uh, West Broadway, right by Soho Cigar Bar. To- um, uh-
2: James Gandolfini. James
1: Garofini used to come in there all the time, man. No way. Really. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a nice vibe. We still smoke on the street over there, just out of respect for the shop that was once there. I think it was there for like seventeen years. Wow. You know, it was. Uh, those guys were solid, man.
0: We appreciate and we appreciate the Nat Shermans too, because yeah, Lord knows this is going to yeah, be a relic. Yeah, we brought out some sure. some some yeah. old bangers over here. I love that. You That's going to go in the the special draw, and not be shout touched. out to
1: Michael Herculotz. You yeah. know, uh, man, I used to see him at Davidoff as a kid. And I, and, you know, he was he was just mad, you know, he was just overseeing the store at the time. You know, obviously he's a lot bigger now, but uh, I always think about him when I see a, an old school Nat Sherman no because yeah. I know he used to hold it down, and he's killing it right now with the Fortigo, Ferio Ferio tremendous cigar. You know, especially the uh, Geneseo. the that wow. that line is is incredible. And so shout out to Michael. I mean. Her hope, class, baby. I hope to work with you one day, brother. And it was good to see you at Carnegie Club a few months ago. Another was, great
3: spot.
0: Another yeah. Next spot. time we go to the Carnegie Club, we'll definitely let you know because we're there. I feel Please like we're let there me more. know. Um, yeah.
1: My friend Mike loves to go over there. We're cool with the manager Scott. Like it's yeah. Uh, we know Scott. You know, yeah. Scott's a gentleman, man. Shout out to Scott, guys. Aces in my book Always Absolutely. takes care of us He even stays open A little late for us He does the right thing You know We take care of him too But you know He does the right thing and Yeah we're we're gonna This is why
0: yeah. Nino Brown's the Premier Cigar DJ Especially in New York City
3: Well we're, gonna, we're definitely Gonna be doing events With uh, you know To promote the blueprint Promote the Burn Down Podcast so We're gonna be doing events We have to stay in touch we'll, we'll we'll link up Whether you're doing an event And you need a cigar vendor Or we're doing an event We need a DJ We're definitely gonna link up But um, like Eric said You know we're gonna this is where we're going to stop part one. We're going to have to have you come back and do part two. But here's the time of the episode where we give the red carpet to you to let the people watching, let the people listening, let them know where they can find you. What's the next big thing coming out of DJ Nino Brown? All your social tags, like the floor is yours. Shameless Go plug. ahead. Yeah, plug away.
1: All right. I'm not used to doing this because, you know, I'm, I'm usually the guy behind the scenes just playing the ones and twos. But uh, I really appreciate you guys putting me on this podcast. It's really man. nice. You know, Uh Hopefully I didn't cancel myself, but uh, <sighs> everything's uh, copacetic. Uh, just a heads up, a quick rundown. You could catch me every Wednesday night DJing at Harlem Cigar Room, which is on 141st Street and Broadway uptown. You know how we get down. And I've been in there with Peter Guns, and I've been in there with Eric B. Woo. And we've had some uh, pretty nice nights over there. Um, also, you could catch me. I'll be in Jersey. I believe it's September 23rd at Leafs Cigar Lounge, which is in New Milford. Come check me out over there. I'll be DJing. And I'm working on one more rooftop party to close out the year. I'll be back at the Borough Hotel. I believe it will be September 30th, give or take. We're still finalizing the details. We've done three parties this past summer. They've all been great. We've worked with Davidoff of Brooklyn. We've worked with Martinez Cigars. In our last event, we worked with La Casa de Rudy, and we featured Sanj Patel, Sanj Smoke Shop, Bloomfield, New Jersey. So we'll keep you posted for anything coming up. You could follow me at DJ Nino Brown NYC or undercase real simple on Instagram and on Facebook. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, gentlemen. I have nothing left to say my man. except thank you. Cheers, chin chin, salute, salute, cinta, love it. And for my Croatians, gibidi, gibidi.